I don't hear anything. Practically every one of the top 40 <laughs> records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I'm your host, Adam Dunn. I'm your co-host, J-Lo. Oh, you're, oh yeah. don't you step Sorry. all over J-Lo like that. Sorry. Jeez. Stepping on. Just, maybe she stepped on me. Sorry. <laughs> and that's MTI and that's Vinny. And we are here live at the Adam Dunn Show once again. First show of the year. Or right, second show, I guess, because officially we went got into the new year last show, didn't we? Second show of the new year. How's that? And uh, we are back in the studio. We're at uh, COVID Central. <laughs> We're back in COVID Wait, Central. Wait, no. I thought I thought uh, my home is deemed COVID Central. Now, now you are. Now COVID-y. You, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, COVID you win on COVID-iness. <laughs> yes, but I do prove, it does prove, it do prove, it does prove that masks work. I, I hope I'm not giving myself a kinahara. <laughs> But uh, everybody, everybody, mass formation. What'd you say? Mass formation works. Yes, you are correct. I mean, we just passed the insurrection holiday. (laughs) You're you're correct. We're talking about mass formation psychosis. Look look at look at Mark. Look at turp wiping his his rig. What are you doing over there? You're like two weeks too late, Mark. (laughs) 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 Yeah, he's like, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna sanitize everything now that I've recovered from COVID. I'm okay. So yeah, observant. no, they all tested positive. They were going to go. Uh, uh, Heather was going to take Imogene to um, to see an old friend that was actually Imogene's babysitter when she was much younger. And I'm like, you know what? We have these tests. Why don't we test someone? And we tested Heather negative. Tested him. Tested Aura negative. We're like, all right, we got one. Let's Imogene. Come here. You want to do it? She's like, ah, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm totally, 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 totally fine. I'm like, well, then if you're fine, then you won't mind this. Jammed it up her nose. Dude, it, I called Mark like while the test was going yeah. because I thought I fucked it up because the positive line came so out dark. before the control line did. She was so fucking hot. Yeah. Oh. And, and Mark's like, oh, it took like eight minutes for mine to show just barely there. I'm like, I, I think it spells out you're fucked. But, and, and that was it. And then Iggy got quarantined at first. And like the first few hours, everybody's all stressed. You know, like nobody knows what's going to happen. Did you guys, did you guys um, like do the old like contaminated and like lock the door and like yeah, put five layers? Dude, we pushed the fucking red button, man. I'm taping up the vent on the, you know, above the doorway, you know, so the air doesn't get stale in a bedroom. I taped over that. I'm like sticking a level five vestibule outside her thing. There was an airlock. We had the fan blowing out. Luckily for us, it was only seven degrees outside. So, you know, opening the window wasn't a problem. 
didn't get freezing cold or anything like that. But no, they were fine. And then the next morning, uh, Aura says, I I'm not feeling too well. Oh, oh fuck. Boop, boop, boop. Bum, bum, bum. Positive. <laughs> get in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, then you ran out of tests. Then it was no, 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 not yet. We had we still had the one left for Heather again, mm. and took that one on. Uh, I want to say Tuesday morning, and it was positive. Dun, 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 so I'm I'm fine. You know, the, the, look, this one I'm okay with. Oh, you yeah, know what I mean? Look at, now glad, look at him. Now look at him. I'm glad I didn't get the first one. All of a sudden, he's right. I didn't want COVID Kong, Alpha. Cool, that was like killing it. everybody. Shit happens, right? <laughs> Well, <laughs> let's uh, let's give everybody a little uh, indicator of the show. We have an RBK special, Ricky's Brothers Kush, um, Strain, Dear to My Heart. Um, we have Ricky himself coming on the show in about an hour and give us the whole lowdown on his bro and this Kush and where it all came from. And the thing about it is, it's really fun, is, you know, when it comes to strains, a lot of times it's literally like whoever just manages to hang on to it, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. becomes the, the person, right? It's like it's literally comes down to like organization, cleanliness, yes. those things that are like often overlooked, right? And so, you know, Ricky's brother does not have the cush anymore. Oh. And so, so the hilarious part, the hilarious part oh, is that. Hold on. I got to just do this for one of the fans. Jay, COVID, 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 COVID. You have to now take seven dabs. He's been Go. getting calls. Oh, he's been, shit. He's been getting calls left, right, and center. Like, hey, can I get a cut? You know? And he's like, dude, I don't have a cut. <laughs> <laughs> so it's quite funny because it is Ricky's brother, right? So we'll get into that whole, we'll get into all of those great things. But then the cool part is, is we're going to have um, a little, we're going to go through the, a little bit of history. Um, the reason that that strain even exists is because Ricky wanted to have it strategically placed all around in different places. You know? oh. And so, um, and we'll get into all those little, the minutiae, as we like, as, as Danny Danko likes to say, the minutiae. Did he say minutias, plural? I don't know. I just made. I threw it. I threw the plural. Right. The minutias. Oh, it's a Z. It's a Z. Minutias with a Z. This show is worldwide. Um, but we worldwide. Uh, we're gonna have uh, our buddy, Mr. Mike Latronica, hopefully coming into the studio, and we're gonna be checking in with Willie Waldman, and you always know Ooh. that's a party, no matter what. Because there ain't no party like a Willie Waldman party. Because a Willie Waldman party don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Turn up. And um, all of those guys, super familiar with the strain and also super familiar with life on the road. And that's kind of what we're going to be focusing on is just like how cannabis, especially when it comes to touring, mm -hmm. how it really drives a lot of times those tours as far as like you can, you can change the mood mm -hmm. really quickly with good or bad weed. Oh, absolutely. Like bad weed, <laughs> not a good mood. Good weed, amazingly, sometimes too good of a mood. And the and like I've ruined shows because the weed's too good. And I've seen shows ruined because the weed's too bad. So you really That's have to hit true. that fucking Goldilocks sweet spot or else, you know, that shit ain't going ain't gonna be so It's good. like the scene from uh, 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 fuck, I just played Revenge of the Nerds, <laughs> where there's a, just a lame party and all of a sudden Booger pulls out joints. And then everything is saved. I feel like that's how you get the ladies. Thank God for booger. <laughs> that's it. 
That's all it took. Trust me, it, that's not all it takes, Jay. Blow, just blow and weed. I've been trying. I've been trying for forty fucking years. You need more than weed, okay? <laughs> I've always had good weed, but you need you need a little more. Oh, that's nice. That's how I get the D now. I just show up with a bag. <laughs> how about like the, Did you, you guys see that storm in Virginia? That oh. fucking. 27 hours people were stuck in their cars oh yeah i heard about it imagine if you didn't no. have weed oh my god like if you had weed you'd be like i'm good 27 hours <laughs> i've got it. a fucking half pound of weed right here i'm good to go i'll just be chilling but imagine if you didn't have any weed and you were stuck in 27 hour fuck, and you'd have like a charger for your phone or something stupid you'd be like oh my god but yeah <laughs> what are you, talking about? That was... you didn't see it you didn't see it dave there were 27 no. hours on i-95 no, on I-95. I didn't see it. Dave. I didn't have power or internet for four oh, days. Wow! So <laughs> I was is that, that your guy. excuse? Was longer than is, is that your excuse? <laughs> we had nothing, man. I was fucking drive. I, I would take all, everyone's computer, and I would go drive down to the mustard's last stand in Boulder because I found it's the best hotspot hmm. in I the area. I was getting like two two hundred, um, whatever that bod. And, so when everybody uh, would like, load movies up or shit. Nice. Well, that's what we had to do. The power came back on, but there was no internet until uh, I want to say Tuesday. The Wiener stayed with I like how you, I like how that's like the modern version of roughing it. I had to go that's, all yes. the way down the road and load my computers up with movies <laughs> so we would survive. It's like water. I had to go <laughs> carry water from the fucking well two miles away. Well, actual picture of Dave at home. Right here. <laughs> Where? Show me. Show me. <laughs> Let me see it. It's on YouTube. It's there. Oh, I won't see it for it's, 30 seconds. Yeah, I know. Is it's that the a, one I made? Yeah, it's the one you made. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's always that guy. Oh, yeah, there's always that He's seen it. He's seen it. Yeah. Is that so, me as Spider-Man yeah. on the fucking ceiling? Yes. Yeah. That's, That's a real fucking photo. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> are you kidding? That's, that's what it's felt like. It's, come on. It, oh. it has to be the funniest thing in the world that... You guys go to a fucking seventy person super spreader hot tub party. Make out survival. We're, of all the out. We're all making out we're all making out with each other. No, 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 no I wasn't wearing clothes. What? Roz and Dog's just, internet connection exploded. just burst. It just exploded. <laughs> it just exploded. It you guys go to the super spreader event. And then you um, get the spread. No, no. But but no, somebody said to me, you know what, you'll never know what really happened because the people who went to Adam's super spreader party one wouldn't test and two wouldn't tell anybody if they had it anyway they oh, just no. continue you know about their day we, we are do. not those kind of people that's how we do we roll not around you two <laughs> no Adam. handshake good to go adam was was so excited to tell us he had covid yeah. he had a, he had the line already on the whatsapp channel it was like houston we have oh, a problem like i'm crazy we did we did, we, we did. <laughs> you were <laughs> I was a trendsetter. <laughs> That's why I felt like I was like, yeah, I got to do it first. Thank you. Thank you. What's up, baby? Take me out to dinner. <laughs> was that Beetlejuice? That was Beetlejuice. Oh, no, funny. you got to be watching Instagram reels for that one. <laughs> is that a, That sounds like Beetlejuice. Mm, Beetlejuice is my favorite. So, um, yeah, and we had some RBK to smoke, so I figured, why the hell not? Let's Delicious. Just, Round, round it up. Um, I don't have any. Let's get everybody to uh, no, Dave. You got to come all the way down. What do you got, Dave? Ooh. Oh, look Shamash. at you! Wow, <laughs> that sounds delicious. Well, this is what I had from last week. I can't go. I'm not going to 14er now. I'm. That would be. 
against the rules. I have to stay in my fucking cave. <laughs> COVID, 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 COVID. That's like, what? How many, Jay? That's six Who, more dabs. Who's doing dabs when you say COVID? JS said every time Dave says COVID, he's going to take a dab. Really? So there's another one. Everybody, That's rosin. Impressive. You have to dab every time I say that. No, no, no. <laughs> I feel like the hot springs turned out really nice, though. They were pretty toasty. I brought my dog in. <laughs> this is nice. No, the dog was very popular. Very popular. Oh, he he's wearing the fucking Raiders hat again. I think. <laughs> no, he's not. Were you guys in the front or in the back? Did you guys have like the back part? <coughs> to the back in the grass. The back. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Ricky, you'll be happy to know I can't fucking give my Broncos tickets oh. versus the Chiefs away for tomorrow. No, like Ooh. I think I have them priced on StubHub at fifty bucks a ticket, and no one will take them. I tell you what, uh, you pay me the 50 bucks, I'll take them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ooh, empty this. stands, <laughs> empty stands. It's a true hustler. <laughs> Ricky's Brothers Raiders. <laughs> Welcome yeah, to the show, I, Rick. Uh, I was going to say, you know, my, my disdain for the donkeys is uh, runs deep. <laughs> oh, look at, of course. Look at, uh, you can see Mark's getting really agitated over there. I, I, I really he stopped. had to get off camera. Yeah, I'm off camera now. Stomping on a Raiders hat. Stomp the Raiders, baby. We're going to be in the playoffs after tomorrow or after Sunday. Mark, Mark wore his Broncos jersey, I think, for 11 days straight. I'm glad we have you on the show today because if you guys don't win, you'd be like the worst guest on the next day after that. I'd say. Oh, I wouldn't be a guest. You would see <laughs> I really know you'd be pissy as hell. So I'm glad. Yeah, hell you. yeah. We got you on, on, on upswing. <laughs> well, what, How's things over there? It's great. It's uh, beautiful. I mean, today is like 58 <laughs> degrees shitty. out. I was like, so Jesus nice. Christ, is it January what now? It's like, it's it's nuts. So, right. yeah, been, been right. good. Here it's uh, moderately overcast, but it's 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 comfortable. You can walk around without a, sh a jacket or anything, so it's cool. No it's jacket. A nice get cold. Just a mask. <laughs> just walk around with a, <laughs> naked with a mask. You're painting. Yeah, they just uh, extended that mandate for that shit all the way through the end of February now. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, we are going. We're smoking on some RBK as we speak. Did you got? I hope oh, you nice. got. Some, I hope you got some out too. I have some, but I probably won't smoke it right now because I have things to do. And for me, honestly, it's a it's day nightmare. record. It's a little it, day it, record. It, it, <laughs> I go right to sleep when I smoke that stuff. So uh, it's not. It, you know, as somebody who used to smoke quite a bit, uh, I cut down a lot, and so now it hits me really hard. Um, I'm sorry. I'm always impressed by individuals who can actually smoke it and function. Yeah, it's fun on Welcome the show. Welcome to the Adam Dunn show. It's, it's fun on the show to like watch people try to keep up because it don't work usually. Like, 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 Last show. It's kind of like we were saying earlier. You, we ruined many a show over the years. And it's just the same with concerts. Like you get the band too high before the show. And everybody's like, why are they so slow? Like, what's going on, man? This is terrible. Like, you're like, you're in the audience all happy. Like, yeah, I got them really high. Look at them. They're terrible. They're the worst they've ever played. Who's <laughs> Adam backstage again? What's the rule? You don't let him back before the first set. He can come out at set break, but we don't want him before the show starts. Some, I've had people do that where they get kind of like, they figure out that they're, they need to. It's like the first time when, when, when uh, Cypress Hill played, the first time they came to Amsterdam. 
and we were hanging out with them before the show and we're like, oh, we'll bring a bong with us and you guys can do hits from the bong, do a hit from bong. And they were like, well, yeah. It was weird because he'd been smoking in the States, but they were all scared in Holland. I was like, you guys, this is Holland. This is like the place you don't get scared about smoking weed, you know? And then we packed him a bowl of some trichomes on top of the weed and they forgot all the words. And then that was the end of the, that was, that was mixed up all the songs and laid down and God was like, what? It's like ruined, ruined. <laughs> So that's um, one thing that the, that that Snoop was honestly never afraid of is smoking on stage anywhere. I mean, we've had some issues. We've had a couple of places where things have gone wrong. Uh, one story in particular is in New Zealand. We were in Auckland, and uh, he would. Ju- I just got him on stage. Show just started, and the chief of police police walk up. Walk, the chief of police walks up to me and says. Uh, if he smokes on stage, I'm not arresting him. I'm arresting you. And, I'm yeah. <laughs> and uh, he goes, yeah, so you better not let him smoke on stage. And, you know, I don't know what people's perceptions are of my role as his road manager. Nobody tells Snoop what to do. You should have just held your hands out right there and said, cuff me. Yeah. The moment he said that. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? That's kind of what ended up happening to a degree. Because... Uh, once he told me that, I got nervous because I was like, oh, shit, I can't afford to get arrested. So I ran up on stage. I was sitting behind a DJ and I was tugging on his shirt. And I'm like, jam, jam, get Snoop's attention. And in between the songs, he got his attention. And Snoop walks over. I said, hey, you can't light up on stage. He said that if you light up on stage, they're not going to arrest you. They're going to arrest me. How his- quick did he light up? He's oh, like- he grabbed his blunt right then and there. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, don't worry, Rick, I got bail money. And walked out uh, and started <laughs> And I was like, oh, shit. So I immediately ran. I left. I, I, I ran to the dressing room. I was like, oh, my God. I, I was trying to avoid the cops the entire time because I knew they were going to be looking for me. And um, ultimately, just before he got off stage, I organized everything with the people at that random venue. And I left. I went back to the hotel because so I, I didn't want to get in trouble. And uh, we flew out for the next day. Nice. And they're still looking for you. I heard, I heard yeah, there's a warrant. I heard there's a big warrant out for you. Still. Yeah. And like, if that guy ever gets back. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. We, we, we had our moment. I mean, that's the funny thing. Like when we were in Germany in Frankfurt, that show in Frankfurt was the same where right before the lights went out, like we were, cause we were hanging out with, we were, we were hanging out with Aaron and we we're getting high at the board with Dave. And it was R. like, Dave, by the way, RIP. Yeah, definitely RIP Dave. Dave Aaron, the man, but he, uh, you, know, you know, we were there smoking joints in the middle and, you know, he hit the sound things right in the middle and right before the lights go out, this guy, German guy runs up and he goes, uh, the secret police have been watching you. I'm like, Oh my God. And then that was it. That was like, so then I was like, now what are we going to do? You know what I mean? We're like, fuck. We can know, sit. Yeah. I remember that. And it wasn't so much about the weed. They have a decibel restriction in Germany. You cannot go over a certain decibel. They are fucking, I hate to use the term, but they really are Nazis when it comes to this decibel thing. Because You had you to can, go there. You had to do it. You had to go there, really, with a, Jew, there. with a Jewish co-host. You had to go there. Uh, well, uh, you know, but that's how it was. You know? And uh, they, they, uh, they arrested Dave. They actually locked him up because he refused to put the faders down and bring it uh, below 98 decibels. You know, Dave is... Uh, was was great at what he did, but uh, he, he pushed. He pushed that. Yeah, he pushed those the limits of everything. I mean, our, our shows 
were probably as loud as Motorhead. And, you know, to listen to Snoop Dogg at 140 decibels in a building that's only supposed to be at 98 is a little bit extreme. Right. <laughs> Agreed. So, um, well, let's go, let's go back in time to uh, where the RBK sort of, sort of started because um, obviously your brother being you being Ricky <laughs> and it being the Ricky's brother's Kush, <laughs> I would assume it would start in his grow room, right? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, there's a couple of things I want to address about that because there was a handful of individuals who had it. I don't want to name names for the simple fact that um, they no longer have it. And it'd be silly for me to kind of put somebody on blast. It's like, ha ha, you don't have it anymore. You know, sure. like it, it, it was, but it was really exclusive. And I knew most of the guys who had it. And um, some of them still might. I don't know if they if they do why it's not out on the market yet. But um, my brother, again, being one of the guys who had it, uh, when I first started working for Snoop, you know, we had an interesting relationship, and we did my entire career with him. I mean, I worked with him seventeen years, and uh, we're friends. We're extremely good friends now. But I always treated that job like he was my boss. He knew that when he talked to me, I was always talking business. I was always talking show. I was always, I wasn't there to hang out with him. Like I have very few moments with him throughout 17 years where him and I are like partying somewhere, doing something because that wasn't my role. And I saw people that had come into this business that got buddy buddy with their artists that ultimately didn't last long in this industry because they got too comfortable. And I never wanted to get that comfortable. So mm -hmm. that being said, one day he does come up to me and he asked me if I can get some bud. And I was like, yeah, I can get some weed. No problem. So I hit up my brother and uh, I ended up bringing some to him. And he was like, wow, this is amazing. This is, I love it. Um, well, wait, you got to pause on that. That had to be pretty fucking cool. That <laughs> Snoop Dogg said to you, your weed is fucking good. That, that had to be a, a take two. Now, I'll, and again, I also want to address a myth to this because there are people that are putting it out claiming that this is his favorite. Mm. I, I don't mind being number two, you know. Um, he absolutely, this is not his favorite, but it does what it needs to do for because nobody else has anything better than what he really likes. And my understanding is he loves the bubble gum. Oh. So, Go figure. Oh, look <laughs> at that. Go figure. No, I who, swear. Who, who bred that fur? Who, who, where'd that come from? Well, okay, so that's the interesting is, part. We don't, know, we don't know. There was a guy in Long Beach that I've heard of. Now, I don't know who he was. I never met him. But I've heard of this guy in Long Beach who was growing that particular strain. And Snoop really loved it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this became the go-to, as I had mentioned in the story uh, uh, that's on our one sheet for what's going on with the brand. This, this one never let him down. Whenever he could get it, this was the one to go to. But ultimately, the bubblegum was his. And, and that was the weird thing is like, you know, because it kind of like, I, I feel like it slipped past because he was so obsessed with Kush when he was in Holland because he couldn't get it, right? Whenever he came to Holland, it was always about the Kush. I can't get the Kush. And then I remember he didn't like the haze. We brought him hay, like sage. He was like, I don't really like that. It's not my thing. So I was always like sad that he didn't like that. Then... I saw an interview where he said he loved bubblegum, and I was like, wait a minute, that is so weird because it was like that just never, he never put those two pieces of the puzzle together of like, you know, that the bubblegum came from there, and that's where, even if it's been grown by somebody different, it was probably, it's either Indiana bubblegum, aka 
whatever we want to call that and or um or my or my bubblegum or, or simon from serious seeds which is the same bubblegum but he crossed a different sativa male into that one so he kind of changed the line a little bit but anyway i'm i'm so i'm down to reintroduce hopefully that to him at one point and see if it's uh, if it is yeah i i think we're we're on you know the one thing that i will say is that uh, over the years i i, I know the man you know, um, and uh, he considers me family. I consider him family. Um, we have, again, it's a weird relationship because I spent so many years being the guy that he'd say, Rick, I need this. Rick, I need that. Rick, I need this. Oh, I remember. And then I finally uh, stopped working for him in 2017. Um, he could no longer see me as that guy to tell what yeah. to do because I didn't work for you. You know, now I was like totally different role. And, and, I had a hard time being around him, not wanting to be that guy to solve his problems because I no longer work for him. So it was like it, it took several years for us to get to this comfort zone where he could actually talk to me as a friend, knowing that he's not there to tell me what to do. And I'm not there no longer to solve his problems. I mean, I had uh, I, I, I really don't like being this guy, like to put a spotlight on myself. I really don't like talking about myself, but to just propel the story of everything that's been going on you know i i know his family i i know his children i know his wife i have the the, the combinations to his safe i drove his cars i i knew everything about them and uh suddenly i'm no longer there so uh it, it was a it was an interesting period of time uh you know between me not working for him and now where we were we're really like i can call him up and say hey bro what's going on and he shot me. Actually, I have a text message from him the other night. He said, Rick, I love you because, you know, you're my family. And it's nice that we have this, um, you know, this this relationship working the way it works now. And uh, he's excited for everything that we're doing. Uh, he's like, Rick, you know, live it. Love it, man. You, you're not done yet. Keep going. So um, well, it's, yeah. it's, it's dope. You know, I mean, I, I feel blessed. I feel privileged uh in that in that sense uh, i've had a i've had a really good run working with him uh well the funny thing too is like you know like dave was saying how like you know oh you should be so excited well that's the first that is always the first thing but like say when when i first met you through willie who we'll have on the show in a little bit while but when i so willie went out on the boat trip with us with jane's addiction and uh smoked it, I gave him rolled a couple big ounce joints and he was telling Snoop, you got to meet this guy. And so it was like, you know, the whole thing kind of the first time that I was like asked like, oh yeah, you want to bring some weed? And of course it's like, oh, we're bringing some weed to Snoop. Slowly that became like, like the minute you guys would touch down in Belgium or wherever you guys touched down, I got the phone call, you know, and I was like, hey, we need to get linked up. And I'd be like, okay. And it became like a job. And I, I, I was all of a sudden going like, this is not even fun anymore, dude. You guys are killing me right now. Because, I mean, it was, it, was, it was always fun because it's always great to entertain. But what I would do is I would, I would find my new victim. I'd be like, hey, you want to bring weed to Snoop? They'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, go for it. Because I know it's a job. It's not, you know, it's, it's full. It's a, it's a real work. You it's know? funny you should say that because I had, prior to us knowing one another, which was only a few years into my career of working with Snoop, um, you know, I was still that guy after I gave him my brother's stuff. I was, I ended up being the guy that had to get it everywhere. So my, in my first few tours, it was literally getting to the venue right away and just meeting the local crew guys and saying, which one of you fuckers smokes weed? Who has the best? <laughs> <laughs> and then right. getting it from the local crew. And then when 
those moments started to get fewer and far between. Some of these guys smoked real garbage. Um, and I'm like, I can't take that to Snoop. I got to find better shit. Right. Um, and then you became my go-to guy. Yeah. No, and, and it was just funny. Wait, what? Really Hold on. Like, wait, how long ago was, was that? No, it was everywhere around the world. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't just yeah. Belgium and Europe. It's like, Adam, hey, bro, we're, we're going to be in Singapore next week. You got anybody in Singapore? Uh, let me work on that. I don't know right away, but I know I know somebody. And then, you know, yeah. I'm in Nigeria, you know. Oh, I don't know anybody in Nigeria, Rick. And I'm like, well, okay, well, fuck, I'm screwed, you know. Yeah, we, had, we, had a few, we had a few that didn't work out, but definitely we, we, we definitely pulled some ones together. And it, but the funny part, too, is, is I would end up, you know, like uh, some of them are hilarious. Like in, if in Scandinavia, it was like a kid and his mom, and they'd come to the show, and, you know what I mean? It'd just be like the totally wacky combinations and stuff where we'd end up, you know, cause the minute you say Snoop, it doesn't matter who it is. They know who you're talking about. Right. It's not like, you know, so then the mom wants to go or that, you know, <laughs> Oh, we've Snoop dog. We're going too. you know what I mean? So if people, and of course, like, you know, there's also the problem of, you know, when you're bringing cannabis to a show, there's always that little weird moment of like, is this a favor or is this like a job? And I took it as a job and other people took it as a favor. And I'd be like, dude, you fucked up. You shouldn't have done that. Now, you, now that's it. You're, you're pretty much giving you're weed away free for free. You might as well. Be. Now, you, you definitely became that guy. But I, I remember one instance in particular where you really outdid yourself with this. And I can't remember the guy's name, unfortunately, but it's I had called you. legal, but who's really to say? What is that? Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> that's like, Vinny. That's Vinny. We, we were in Sweden, and uh, I called you up and I said, "Hey, bro, do you know anybody in Sweden?" And you're like, uh, "I know a couple of places, but what are you looking for?" I said, "Bro, I need like a pound. I need some fire. <laughs> I gotta have something that's gonna last because we're gonna be in this neck of the woods for at least another week and a half or so." And you're all, I, "I got somebody. Hold on." And you actually had somebody fly in with a fucking pound of butt. Mm -hmm. Now, this guy drops it off at the hotel. I take it up to Snoop. Everyone's super stoked. They're like, dude, where'd you get it? I'm like, uh, it flew in. They're like, what? I'm like, I got to go back to work. I'll see you guys later. And I just <laughs> kind of bounce and do my thing. Well, that night, uh, Snoop ended up getting arrested. He got arrested for a blunt in his vehicle. And we caught wind of that arrest from the crew at the venue. And they said the police are on their way to the hotel right now to search the rooms. I immediately got a runner, jumped in the van, raced back to the hotel, got the security to let me into his room. I opened up the door. I find the weed. I'm like looking around going, fuck. And, and as I got there, the police were pulling up as well. So I did had very little time. So I tried to flush it. You know how European toilets are. It just kind of dumps the water. You know, it doesn't like a really shelf. They have a out. shelf in there, the inspection yeah. shelf. We can oh. like take a look at your back to see if you got any parasites or anything going on. There. I'm pumping this feet into the toilet and I'm hitting the flush button and it's just all burbling up to the top. And I'm all, no, fuck, come on, go down. And I'm like freaking the fuck out. So I look around and I see the trash can has a plastic liner. So I pull the plastic liner out. I scoop all the shit out. I run out to the balcony. <laughs> and threw that shit over to the roof next door of the next hotel. You uh, it? Yeah, the car came in. They didn't find nothing. So I rock watch. Somebody it. smoked that, and they didn't realize that was the closest <laughs> thing to shit they ever smoked. <laughs> it was really the shit. 
<laughs> the upper decker. But they did come to your room. They did, they did end up coming to your room, right? So you, it wasn't all for naught, right? You, you definitely. You didn't... I mean, no, they they came into all the rooms. They looked. They they did. They didn't find it obviously because I had gotten rid of it. And, yeah. uh, they ultimately <laughs> left, and the only thing they charged them with was was that blunt that happened to be in the car. And yeah, but it was a big deal. It was a big deal. I remember, like, yeah, where was it? Yeah. This is Australia. No, this is no, in this Sweden. Was, oh, and the funny part was, Sweden. is I went to bed. Oh. I went to bed. Okay, so it's classic too because the, the thing is. It's, it's exactly what I was saying earlier, where you called me, asked me that. I was on the phone talking to you. A friend of mine was standing next to me and listening to me, and he goes, he's like going, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And I was like, I was like, yeah, and he's a black guy. He's a black guy. And I'm like, dude, you're, you're going to go to Sweden? Yes. I was like, I, don't I, was his like name, I go, you're going to go to fucking Sweden? Okay, good luck with that. And he did it, and he calls me up. He goes, he calls me up. He goes, oh, no, I made it. And I was like, oh, great. And then he goes, he goes, dude. I had to get out of there, man. They were crazy. Like I gave them the weed and they were like, anim- they said they were like animals right? <laughs> because they were jumping on the bed and going nuts. I was like, I'm out of here. So yeah. And then, and then the crazy part was the, so then I went to bed thinking, okay, Ricky's good. Everybody's good. Everything's cool. I wake up in the morning and my friend calls me, Al calls me up. He goes, Snoop got arrested yesterday. I go, no way. He goes, yep. And I go, what? And I look online and I'm like, holy shit, Snoop got arrested for weed yesterday? Like, oh uh, no. And then they were talking like he's not allowed back in the country and they're going to cancel the things. And it was like, I don't know, did that, did that all happen in the end or what was the deal with that? No, uh, they let him out. We didn't end up getting banned. Uh, it ended up kind of being somewhat... Uh, swept under the rug. The the person he was with when he got arrested was a very famous uh, Swedish singer, and so I think they saw that that was like kind of negative for them to kind of push everything forward. So right. it, it kind of like disappeared. Oh. Uh, but I ended up uh, I ended up in a, a rental car after that, driving to Christiana and oh, yeah. uh, going in there and literally walking around trying to find the best buds and smelling them going. How much? How much? How many of this you got? Oh, 10 grams. I'm like, ten grams, dude. I need yeah. like a pound. What the fuck? So yeah, Christi- I'm like, Christiana, for the people who don't know, is like an open. It's like the, it's uh, Denmark. The it's a free only, state. It's a completely yeah. open cannabis, uh, like sold on the streets. Little, they got little people selling them. Little set up little pop up deals and all sorts of did. Yeah, sold on the yeah. street. They like they pitch a card table yeah. and take out you know whatever they have twenty grams for the day and then they sell that and then they're done. Exactly. If you're going to get a pound, you might have to buy out Christiana. I, I basically did. I went to every <laughs> vendor in there and go, I'll take 10 grams of this. Thanks. Go to the next guy. I'll take five grams of that. Thanks. The next guy. And then just literally wiped out the whole city, you know, mm-hmm. and then I would jump in the rental car and I'd drive back and, and meet them. And uh, I've had to do that several times over the years, um, you know, because as you mentioned, there's some places you didn't have access to stuff. And there were some places I knew it was going to be garbage. And rather than have that, uh, stigma of having bad weed because you know listen if you got <laughs> shitty weed on tour yeah it affects the performance it affects everyone's attitude it like like in nigeria for instance i gathered about 15 people and i said look i need some weed and i really need it bad and it has to be green and they all scattered to go bring me some back and each one of them came back with the exact same brown dark <laughs> <laughs> like no 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 it has to be green and mm, yeah, it's hard. Uh, i couldn't take it to snoop because it, it was horrible and ultimately <laughs> he bugged me enough to give it to him and when i gave it to him he's like this shit gives me a headache find me some green bud i literally had to avoid him for like two days 
uh, because I couldn't find any. It was, there wasn't anything green in the entire country. Um, and then same thing in Sardinia. Uh, there was we did a we did a show on a boat for uh, Gaddafi's son, and uh, there was plenty of hash, but there was no flour anywhere on that fucking island, nowhere. And so I literally just had to give. Away. <laughs> We have tons of hash. No, that must be like the life of Steve Hayes in Amsterdam. Oh, I know, love Steve. He, he just had it. Yeah, he just had it like he locked up. You know, it. you could find weed in Amsterdam. But if you wanted hash, it, it the nose knew. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, he, go to him. I was just talking. To, it's funny you mentioned his name. I was just talking to him like two days ago. He called me up. We were bullshitting. And uh, saw you on the show, New Year's. He was on. He came on right at the end of the show because he oh, woke he up. Yeah, he woke up. What was it like? <laughs> seven o'clock. And he went to breakfast. Oh, and then he came right. back. Yeah, he, he, like, he went to Barney's. With you guys now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm going to talk to you guys. Jeez. Yeah, I got. I got somebody's shoe. Hold on, it doesn't <laughs> look like a shoe anymore. It looks like a box. They call it the box now. I don't know what. It, whatever it is, it's you know, it's a new shape or however they're smuggling it right <laughs> well he apparently has the uh he still has seeds of the original neville hayes mm. he was telling hey, me newsflash so so does adam no andy's picking those andy's gonna get some of the same ones from him so we're we're no he's got he's definitely got that that's one thing he's got yeah yeah <laughs> oh there's a lot of shit in the noses wall right now you just want to be the first person who finds out mm-hmm. you know like when if if you know god forbid you want to get to his place first. Make sure his sister gets taken care of. But all the good stuff, you know, it, it spread amongst the people. I mean, it's doubtful he has a will, right? I mean, it's not too soon to talk about this. He's in his 90s. No, he's you know, not. Can... Oh, yeah. <laughs> just start the nose. Is not... Come on. Just because he, he looks like your dad, you don't, don't have to go there. Huh? I, think, I wasn't going to go what do you there, think, but Rick? you know, he could be. What do you think, Rick? Come on, look at him. They're from Flushing. They're from the same place. <laughs> no, it's not only from Flushing, from like three blocks from each other. Yeah. So, you know, I mean. There is a moderate resemblance there. <laughs> when I'm in Amsterdam, I I say I'm his kid and I get treated really well. <laughs> <laughs> You're Steve's kid? Yeah. Yeah. I never oh, said he had a that's kid. great shit over here in his sheet. <laughs> Go to Barney's. I don't have to pay for my French toast. You know, it's just what's one, <laughs> you can't, these perks of being his kid. Yeah. You know, when you look like this, if the only perk you get is to say you're the nose's kid, I'll take it. Hey. You know, uh, I'll take it. Oh, I'm so excited. So, yeah, no, you definitely, you, you, you uh, I mean, when I was writing out the, just the, the card, I was like thinking to myself about how, when we, our relationship was the stress in your voice if you were like like I, I would catch the stress because you would be on the spot man you have all these fucking people that were waiting for weed when you landed there was that moment and I you know and I had to like get in my little car and fucking meet you at a certain spot and I could just feel the pressure and like the vibe would be so funny because once it was done Rick would change. Oh, Rick, relaxed. Rick was totally different than than the other Rick. Like there was two Ricks that would come in. There'd be the Rick, the pre pre Snoop's got weed Rick, and then the post Snoop's got weed Rick, and the post is way better. But then you were always so tired that you'd end up passing out on me half the time. Like I'd be just like, all right, later, and you'd be like. 
done, done, <laughs> toast. <laughs> well, you know, it, I, you're 100% right. I, I had uh, I had moments of stress that were like, it was more important for me to have the weed ready than to have the stage ready and the show ready. Yeah. Like that was all, you know, there's no show if there's no weed. Priorities. You know, that's that's the importance of it. There's no fucking show if there's no weed. If you don't get him mm-hmm. um, feeling right, and the the shows didn't fucking matter. You yeah. know? And, um, well, and of course, if you're in Amsterdam, it was like, I felt the pressure because now they're in Amsterdam, so it has to be like not only weed but it better be the fucking best weed he's ever had or else it's like because they're expecting a lot higher but then again everybody was always jaded and that's where the whole rbk story got you know started was because we didn't like until i got the until i got the og in 2000 and or it was like 99 2000 2000 basically was when i kind of got it over there and but even then it was very far and few between and so it was like i now of course classically like i just I was thinking I was going to enlighten everybody with new stuff. And it was like, no, we want what we're used to. We want the, like, it was almost like we're, we're here on tour. We're going to pizza hut. <laughs> you know what I mean? They say, uh, like, you'd be like, yeah. you'd be like, no, there's, you're in Italy. Don't go to pizza hut. That's like, going to be like, nope, we want what we want. You know what I mean? No, and, and in I'm a way, not going to say their names because again, I don't want to, I don't want to like trash talk anybody really. No. But, um, there oh, you can a, say the name. It's okay. <laughs> Well, there as was long as it's Pinsky. If it's Pinsky, you can say his name. Yeah. It's okay. It's, oh, it's, it's, you said it. Say his name. Holy shit! As long as you're trashing him, it's fine, dude. I don't care. No, but it's not Pinsky. It was your competitor in Amsterdam. Uh, okay, yeah. That Ooh, showed up one day that he's off, and you'll know who it is once I say what the what the, what the weed is. He's like super lemon haze. Super, uh, super lemon haze. Yes, Arjun. Yes. Yes. Oh, I don't say his name. He who is his name. Oh, I shouldn't say Arjun. Give it to Snoop. It's a cup winner. He's going to love it. I'm like, I gave it to him already, and he gave it back to me. Don't <laughs> want this shit. Yeah. got to find something better. And, and uh, they did not want to hear that. I'm like, he doesn't <laughs> like this. Yeah. It's horrible. No, he really and is not into, he's not into citric things at all. Like anything that you gave him that was like a citric base or he wasn't really down with that. At the, maybe now, but at the time he wasn't. It was like definitely anything that was like kind of like along those vibes was not. Which is kind of funny because he he loves lemons. He loves oranges, you know, as far as the foods go. Yeah. But not so much in the wheat. Hmm. So Tangy Tangy wouldn't be his jam? No, Tangy wouldn't work. Tangy wouldn't work. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. But yeah, it's it's, money. Sorry. It it was funny like that, though, where you you, you got to figure it out. And even hash, too. Like, he was not really big on hash. And so it was kind of like, because I did the lammies at the time. I had the laminates. And I was thinking, oh, this is it. You guys would be set. But it was like, eh, he's not really. I remember it was like. Every, a few people loved them, but for the most part, everybody was such flower people in the crew, it seemed like. Oh, it was – the hash only literally went to me, my crew, uh, and that was it. I mean, the, no, nobody Le- else. Latronica. I think Latronica actually was was down with Oh, the he hash. was part of my crew. Yeah. Yeah, there was um, – <laughs> there, there would be like 38 of us on the road, you know, but only a handful of us were the crew. I was the, the tour manager. Latronica, prior to him – joining up with me he was the production manager and then we had like two techs and that was it but prior to electronical getting there it was just me and two techs i had to do everything i had to do 
every freaking thing. Just wardrobe. think of 30 Pound people smoking weed, weed, though. That's just like, think about the consumption value. Oh, you see, we said, I think it was like Beetlejuice. <laughs> we Beetlejuice oh, into the room. And people, you know, it didn't take long for everyone in, obviously, the tour to know that I was the guy giving it to Snoop. Oh, oh, look at look, oh, look at, wait, look at this! <laughs> a blast from the past. Sherman, is that he you? walked in with a hello. It reminded me of the, whenever Squiggy walked in the room in Laverne and Shirley. Hello, <laughs> right down. It was like, like perfectly rehearsed. Latronico, man, I love you, bro. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you doing, Rick? I <laughs> uh, can't complain. You know, things are things are moving and grooving, and uh, I'm I'm here now. So uh, it's good to see your face. Here, where? Where are you? Right in L.A., man. I'm at home in my apartment. All right, on. Yeah. Is this mic on? Hold on. Got to get closer. Got a booming voice, but I don't know if his mic's on. I think his mic's not on. I don't hear it. That's on. Do it. Get in there. It is very booming. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. He's talking to it from the side. He's trying to get all. Yeah, he's trying to get all like side side mouth in us. Well, you know, like better mic. Switching mics out. Switching mics. What's going on? Look at that. It's okay. Flip it. Flip it. So. Yeah, we just mentioned your name like 30 seconds ago, and it was like, boom. And you appeared. Wow. Like you were waiting stage left. Oh, yeah, that's much better, I think. Yeah, now you sound like you have a voice. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. doesn't sound like I'm in a cave. (laughs) Nice. Perfect. You got the face for radio. Yeah, totally. So it's been a while since I got to see you. We invited you down for New Year's. You didn't show up. I knew it. I knew you weren't going to show up. Dude, I was I was on my way on on um, the thirtieth, and everything just melted down. I had a meltdown. Okay, now, I didn't have a meltdown, but <laughs> work, had a, work had a meltdown. You know, were you coming from Boulder? No. Oh. Okay, because you had an excuse then. No, unfortunately, um, fortunately and unfortunately, I'm not. I don't live there. I know a lot of people got affected by that, and that really sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. So. Sad. Now you know. There's one thing I do want to talk about is the uh, the leaf blower because Mike was there. I filmed yeah. it. Yeah, he, he, was, he, he was there. You can hear so your phone ringing. I think in the middle of it. isn't that your I, phone? I think is it was my phone ringing. Yeah, because yeah. you got like a call and it's like that's and that's actually how I tell people to time it. Like I'm like until you hear his phone ring, it's not really kicked in yet. Like right when you hear like you hear this phone ring and then all of a sudden the smoke just goes bam. Hey, maybe you can pull it up. I think that was that was either my phone or Toy's phone. Yeah. Well, chances are it was probably me calling you. It probably was. Oh, it you probably me. was you calling. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. So if you if you look up on um, uh, YouTube, it's uh, just THC's leaf blower Snoop Dogg. And we can pull that up. But yeah, that was pretty fun. That was a. That was like a. I'm glad we got to do it. It's too bad we didn't get to do it during the show, but we definitely got to. Not only, I'm glad we recorded it too because yeah, for sure we definitely they, they were like you are not doing this at the show <laughs> like it was like this is an all ages show I was like oh yeah that kind of would have fucked up that would have yeah been bad. that that was something yeah. that kind of like Snoop could have gotten in a lot of trouble for that one been like yeah, my kid did, came home he just ate the entire fridge out and then he passed <laughs> out I, was, oh, I don't know what's going on no. yeah, I remember when you first told me you wanted to do it I was like what seems like a pretty cool idea yeah why not you know and I'm thinking Amsterdam free for all. You know, I still don't, I don't know what the the rules are there. I didn't know it's still illegal to have X amount of it or anything like that. You know, so I, I'm like, fuck it, yeah, why not? Let's do it. And so you guys are 
down there doing your test run when I start getting uh, people going. You got the call is what happened. That's what exactly what happened. You got the yeah, call. I, I got and the call they called, Yeah, and then you called him, and we were already mid-fucking test. So I was like, <laughs> I guess we'll just keep going, right? And then Toy yeah, was I got, I got the Toy's call. the best part of it. He's like, oh, my God. He was testifying. Yeah, he was fully yeah, having a religious experience at that moment. Yeah, that was I got, a fun I got, day. I got the call from the promoter saying, hey, you know, your guys are downstairs about to do something, and uh, I don't think it's a good idea. Uh, you know, we, we really don't need to do that. I'm like, well, they're just going to test it out and see what it, how it works. But we, yeah, yeah we tested it hard. We went hard to the paint. It was we went, a smoke check. We went hard to the paint. Yeah, you can't do it during the show, this and that. And I was like, well, let's just see what happens. And then next thing you know, it's like, I mean, isn't that, hold on. Fire alarms are going okay, off. so it's it's isn't literally that you, Rick. I mean, aren't you? Weren't you the guy just passed in the no. Raider? Who was wearing the Raiders? No, that's uh, what's the kid's name? The um, what was the kid's name again? That's in the sitting there right there. Oh, oh shit, that's Casey. Casey, yes, exactly. Yeah. So Casey, guys, I just saw the uniform. He was the he was gonna be the, that was the Seahawks uniform. Don't d- disgrace a Raider uniform. With the Seahawks shit, uniform. man, it's not a great video. So right about okay, so like right about here is when it starts to kick in. I'm like, oh, now it's working. Okay, now it's working, guys. I got it. I got it to work. And then look at Toy. He's like, oh my god. Yeah, not, not, not only did it work, we had to open up every window in the whole three stories of the building, every floor, every We blew out the whole place. We blew out the whole place, and I was amazing. Like, yep, uh, I think it's working. You know, anybody that's standing in front of you, two feet, there was so much smoke. And we had RBK all set up and ready for the show, and then I think there I was testing it with Cushage or something like that. Or I Yeah, like because, you know, we didn't want to waste it. We wanted to make sure that it was going to be supreme for the show. Little did we know. Yeah, well, we had more weed after that. Yeah, we had it was, it was always a silver lining. He had that giant joint that night, too. Yeah. Uh, you guys always had that giant joint, though. Well, there was Anyway, Perkins rolled these ounce joints. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know that is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he's going to jump on in a minute and take over the whole show. So. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I was like, yeah. He called a minute ago. I was like, yeah, just give it a minute. Because you know how it goes. Once Willie's on, it's on, right? It's, we're going to have trumpets in our ears. And it's gonna, <laughs> um, I think that's the last time I saw Vinny yeah. so, was that night Willie yeah. played. Uh, I was also remembering the time when the Heineken uh, – Now you, I don't. was Ricky with us at that time or was it – No, Ricky was there. He was still there. Yeah, remember at the Heineken Hall when they came and raided the um, – the immigration came to raid the kitchen and we thought it was all – for the oh, show, yeah. oh yeah, it was a classic. It was like a it was like a movie where like all of a sudden we're like all hanging out, getting high. I'm just hanging out with him in the in the office, and they're like, "Cops are here!" And we're like, "Oh no!" And, and people start throwing shit out the window, and it was like, like everyone's we're hiding under the desk in the office. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And then it was like it was literally like Cheech and Chong, where they were like, "Oh, it's immigration! Oh, don't you worry about it, man. They're just busting all the Polish people in there." And I was like, "Oh, well, that's." Great. Yeah, busting the caterers. <laughs> yeah, it was the caterers, right? Exactly. Uh-huh. So that was that was a classic. It's just one. la migra. <laughs> just la migra. <laughs> they give you lunch. <laughs> exactly. You're going uh, down for the wedding, right? <laughs> it felt like that. Um, we've had we've had a, a couple of how many shows, Latronico? Do you think that we had where we had issues with Bud, like in Europe? Most of them. <laughs> I mean, like, well, I mean, like there was issues with there was, there was it we, getting in trouble with it. No, like getting in trouble. Like there, there, I can honestly say, I don't believe there's not one show that we did where Snoop didn't smoke on stage. Mm. Whether I told him not to do it or not, it didn't fucking matter. He was going to do what he was going to do. So 
um, I can't recall anywhere where he actually said, okay, because, I mean, I do recall we did get banned from Vegas for about a year. Uh, <laughs> that's fucking, that's pretty good. I mean, it's, yeah, that, that, that takes a lot of energy to get banned from Vegas, usually. Vegas wasn't, a, Vegas wasn't about weed for the longest time. Oh, they were, oh, they're only like booze or nothing. Yeah, yeah and if, if you get if you smoke in an establishment, the casino can actually lose its liquor license and it's oh. the gambling license. So it's a major deal. And uh, it's the same everywhere. That's always the thing yeah. like, that keeps people from like letting you go loose. You know, they're like, dude, liquor. I make so much money on liquor. If I could lose that, I'm done. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, I get Wait, it. But how did we how did we glance over the fact that you're in Sweden and mm-hmm. because Snoop got busted with a blunt, that oh. was cause enough to get a warrant to search their hotel rooms? I mean, well, that's a bit, a I remember a little bit. I remember a little bit different than that. I remember them. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Rick. And this was what oh seven, oh nine, something like that. But oh seven, oh seven. So we all left for the for the gig, and um, they came in, and, and it was something through the hotel. The hotel had um, called in called in the cops and gave them gave them uh, access to our rooms. Well, and that was that wasn't. The and then they pulled him over after the show for that roach, right? Uh, well, th- yes, but that's when I had to race back to the hotel to get rid of the evidence that yep. was in the room. They called pri- just before. Well, actually, no, you're right to a degree. We He was supposed to ride with us, but the hotel called saying that the police were going to be waiting for him. So he got in the car with that singer and uh, in an unmarked car, mind you, and left. And we thought he was going to be safe, and they had a roadblock, and that's how they got him. On the other side, a like roadblock. On a bridge. Yeah, they, had they, had like a, they had a roadblock yeah. on a bridge. They waited right. on the other side yeah. of the bridge, and he got to the other side, and they were like, mm, step over here, Mr. Doggy. Right. <laughs> that was when the crew had called, because we, we, they called us before we put him in the car. Imagine and the energy that went into all that for that. Yeah. I was like, come on. What kind, of, what kind of blunt wraps does Snoop smoke with? Uh, just, just, well, Swishers. Uh, He's a Swisher, Swisher man. Yeah. What flavor is he? A grape or a blueberry? No, just straight. Uh, plants. Straight. straight. No. Before we go over to Europe, everybody would. And sometimes Rick would meet everybody at the airport and like give them boxes of two hundred blunts because we would have to take them all over there. Because if we didn't, it would be white owls, right? And then what oh. we get if we we didn't have blunts? We palm palms. Oh. Dang. Yeah, so we would all be like carrying massive amounts of tobacco <laughs> into Europe. <laughs> and coming home with none, I'm sure. Yeah, coming home with none. I'm sure. Do you think yeah, you I'm could... sure immigration would look at us going, God, these fuckers smoke a lot of goddamn <laughs> cigars. <laughs> and horrible cigars at that. I mean, Swishers are not good cigars. No, no. Did he ever smoke the woods? Did he ever go to the backwoods? I mean, I'm sure he's tried it. And, I, and he, you know, he's had other, other blunt wraps that he's used. I mean, hell, uh, Blunt rap itself was pushing hard for him at the beginning to do it, and they had all those flavors. But once he was introduced to the cigarillo, it was over. Oh. I was, uh, can't believe you guys would carry these swishes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so nice. I remember, too, I would, because I, I didn't live in LA, so I would go and, and grab a box of 200 here in Denver and um, take it on the plane with me. Oh, my God. Because you could take 200 cigarettes. So yeah. 200, 200 uh, swishers is the same thing. So, you know, you get a whole box. <laughs> and they were all in there, individually wrapped. Oh, my. Yeah, we'd, have, we'd actually we, have to we sold them in the. I'd sold them in the vending machine in my place, remember? I had, I had oh, Phillies, right. and, and then I had, yeah, so I'd, I'd try, to keep, try to keep up. But 
one day the excise tax guys came in like kind of like so what's up with this and i was like oh yeah those are yeah just trading for stuff (laughs) those are are from the states you know what i mean they'd be like you can't do that i'm like really you know now you're more trouble for selling tobacco products than you will for weed for sure the last few times i've gone to europe obviously not with snoop i've still brought over blunts for uh fill the thrill Yes, because Phil Phil still smokes blunts, and you can't you still can't get switchers over there. Wow, well, you know the thing is, is, I don't I really do see the pom pom as the most comparable, and that's not easily accessible, but it's definitely in a lot more places now, and it tastes just like a swisher. Pom pom, they're made yeah they're made by the same company. <laughs> really, yeah. Gosh. I remember that one time we, we had to do White Owls, and I think that was in, maybe in Australia. <laughs> yeah. It's and those were same. terrible. It's not the same. No. <laughs> no. They don't, they don't roll really well either. It was mm. just They're terrible. drier or something? Yeah, or much yeah. drier. Yeah. They're like green. I mean, even LT yeah. had problems with that. And LT is probably the, the best blood roller I've ever met. Oh, no. I, I think Daz by far. Oh, Daz, okay. Daz has a song called rolling and driving and he's literally rolling a blunt with one hand while he's driving down the street in the video like he's good fair enough been my whole life these are the men i've been looking for but like but like you know lt used to do those he used to do like the cross blunts and and like the multi blunts and well lt is very creative don't get me yeah. wrong he's still good at he's it. an artist Dance. a true artist I think uh, Daz is the type of guy that, you know, like one of those weapon experts that you can blindfold to put a gun, you know, disassemble and reassemble a gun. Wow. Daz could do that with the blunt, you know, blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have one of those guys on around for the amount of weed that you guys are smoking. So, because otherwise, nothing worse than having some shitty ass blunt rollers when you got like limited amounts of you, know, you got yeah you can't you, you can't, got, you got can't blow blunts <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, you know you're screwing it up and you're 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 screwing it up for everybody i do have to mention this story because it, it has nothing to do with smoking but it's fucking funny uh we were in australia we were doing um i don't think it was the big day out i can't remember what festival it was but uh, Nelly was on the bill and a, a lot of other rap artists were on the bill and, and Nelly was having an after party. So this was one of the days where we're in, we're in uh, Sydney and we don't have, uh, we don't have a show for a week. So we're just sitting in Sydney for a whole week doing fucking nothing. And, um, so I have time. I said, fuck it. I went to the after party. So we're all having a good time and Daz is there with Nelly and they're all behind the DJ booth and all of a sudden this big fight breaks out. And everyone starts rushing the DJ booth. Well, Daz at the time was doing the DJing. And as people were rushing the DJ booth, he grabbed the microphone and started hitting people in the head. Oh now, the microphone was on. It says bang. You could hear it. Every <laughs> like throughout the whole venue. And I'm like, Daz, we got to get out of here, man. The cops are coming. And we ended up leaving. It's a short story, but it was funny just hearing that microphone smack people upside the head. It's pretty awesome. Was it being recorded? No. Damn. No. Damn. That could have been. You could have sampled it. You could have just could have gone all crazy with it. Different tones. Like that guy had like a C, and that guy's head was way thicker. So I think he was a lot, he was a lot lower. No, I'll, over there. I'll say this. I'm kind of. I'm, speaking I'm kind of which, of oh, speaking of crazy, you know, Willie's going to jump in in a second. So get okay. ready. Get ready. Story is going to yeah, go right I'm, back. I'm kind of bummed that I never. I never really was much into taking pictures when I was on the road. I never really had time, and I never really used my phone to do that. I was never that kind of person. And so there's a lot of memories I have that 
people have to jar because I, I, I don't have any physical photo to prove what happened. It's just all, all right here. Yeah, I got the same problem. Um, I'm, I've tried to get better over it at, over the years now because we have such great access to phones, but there's been so many moments which I really wish I had um, camera on me. All the best ones. All the pictures. best ones you definitely did not have a camera for. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Guaranteed. Mm -hmm. because and, and, and honestly, when you're in the position that both Mike and I were in where we're having to make decisions, you really can't be like at that moment of crisis, pull out your phone, wait, wait a minute, I gotta take a picture of this. Oh, I gotta record this. This is gonna be a great YouTube video. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> no, it's oh yeah, it's totally different mentality now too. And the thing is, I used to always trip out on just because I was always in such unique situations with like lots of weed, lots of money, lots of craziness. You know, and you just be like, man, wouldn't it be cool to get a stack all that up and make a photo and jump on it or whatever? But you couldn't do it. You're like, you never, you never do, do that kind of shit. And now it's the opposite. Now it's like, hey, can I borrow your stack of money to <laughs> jump on it to show a picture of myself to make it look like I have a stack of money? And I was like. People go all out. It's an attraction in Vegas to go take a photo with money. I mean, shit, that's how Soma got busted in Eugene back in the <laughs> early 90s because he took photos and dropped it oh, off at the fucking photo mat. <laughs> there he is, Wild Man Willie. Wild Man. Da -da -da -da. Where's everybody? Turn that light on that you had on for a second. We could see your face then. Hey, Renee, on. say hi to Renee. Hey, Renee. Running things. Hey, Renee. <laughs> You're not kidding. How you been? LT was the greatest blunt roller because of the pants he was. <laughs> <laughs> totally. He was. He did. And and he's right about Daz was badass. Daz, I I got to admit, Ricky was badass. He could, he could roll a blunt driving, blindfolded behind his back. <laughs> and they want those crazy solutions. It's true. No, no, Adam, it's true. Even I had to get make the runs for Dave Aaron as the little assistant kid. You know, I was kind of Dave Aaron's assistant. And I'd go to the studio and hang out with David and, and uh, Daz a lot. And, you know, they'd make me run to the little liquor store down by Track Record. Track Record was on Magnolia and I think Lancashire. Anyway, I'd have to do the three-block walk like five times a day. <laughs> In four hours for blood. Class, class. That's you know? nuts. And then my job was to cut them open, Adam, and I would fill a whole garbage can with tobacco in like two hours. You know, just like shucking corn, <laughs> basically, just like doing the opposite. All the guts. Yeah, you come into the room and all the ashtrays have piles of guts, of guts in it. Oh. Yeah. I think I got this right, Ricky, but if I remember right, Dave Aaron and I met you at Larrabee Studios on Santa Monica Boulevard, and your band Disturbed was playing next door, right? No, no, no. You uh, well, you, you, that's, I believe that's where I first met you, but the band was actually my band that was called Strap, and Dave was Strap, recording. Yeah, Dave was recording. Right, there you Yeah. Right, Dave was recording your band, and I—that is the first time I met you. Like you know, I remember you guys next door, and David was recording you, and I got to do a duet with Snoop Dogg called "Soldier Story." It's on the Death Row Lost Session CD, and I remember going upstairs at, at Larrabee, and you guys were all hanging out, and you were up there playing pool, and that's kind of when I met you. Yeah, you know, was at Larrabee doing your record. You yeah, know, hundred percent. That was that's a that you know. That, that moment with Dave, I'll never forget. He told me that 
out of all the people he ever recorded, that was the funnest recording session he ever had with recording my band because my band was the most dysfunctional fucked up <laughs> on the planet. And uh, we had some characters. I mean, I, I have snippets of some of the recording, but Dave was yeah. always like, man, we should have recorded the whole thing. It was classic. Like there would, there would be sessions where we would be getting all fucked up and smoking and then I would be like, hey, okay, we got to take a break. And then we'd leave and then we'd come back and he'd send one of the singers in the vocal booth. And then next thing you know, Dave, his assistant, myself, everybody, we're all asleep. And we're passed out from being so stoned. Oh, and David loved you. And you know, like, come on, man, let's do something. But you know, it's funny. David loved you guys, but he wasn't really a metal guy, you know, because I know <laughs> David from 1983, Memphis State. And so David and I started together at 19 years old. And he really wasn't a metal guy. You know what oh. I mean? We had a little free world hippie band in Memphis. He went to L.A. And we used to call him Disco Dave in Memphis because he always <laughs> liked like rap and disco beats and electronic <laughs> beats, right? He wasn't the double Trump. kick James and engineer. He just wasn't Dave Aaron. But he loved you guys. He did. Well, and I think part of the love also came from the fact that we paid him 15,000 bucks and gave him a 75-inch television. Wow. That's pretty uh, good. So, yeah. so, I, I can imagine that would help out on a friendship. also pretty happy about that. I love these guys. Well, wasn't Noah in charge of blunts, too? You know, the Noah kid's up by me in St. Joe, Michigan, with some giant Snoop Dogg grow right now. You know that Noah Showa? Noah Showa? Yeah, Noah. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, no, he's got to be watching, right? Exactly. I hope so. Noah Shoa. You know, Get hey, Adam, I got to give Dave Aaron all the props. So Dave Aaron gets all the props for putting Adam Dunn and Snoop Dogg together. And I know yeah, it was Ricky uh, Get with Snoop Dogg. Uh, 100%. It was Dave that introduced me to Adam. He, and yeah. it was funny because he said, Rick, you know, I know you're, you're having yeah. problems finding stuff. You probably should talk to my friend. He's going to be at the show tonight. And I was like, okay. And then he introduced me, and that's where me and Adam became good friends. Yeah, Dave, you're 100% Dave, correct. Dave was the man for sure. And uh... yeah, I met I met Adam first in Amsterdam. So I came back from the trip with Stephen Perkins. Me and Perkins were on these gigs, and I said, David, you got to meet Adam Dunn. You got to meet this guy. And he's like, yeah, 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 Willie. Who are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, it's real, man. You're going to Europe. You got to meet this guy. And I really put the press on him. And then he's like, okay, okay. So he meets, when did he meet you first, Adam, in Amsterdam? Um, I was trying to think about the years. What was, what was the first tour that? Probably 202, 201 203. or 203. I want to say 202. I'm not 100% sure myself, but I it's around I think around 202. I think it was around 202. I think it's 202. Anyway, Dave's like, Wow. 20 years dog. ago, 20-year they, they, anniversary. Uh, <laughs> you know, back in our Memphis days, David called me Dog. So we dropped that when we met Snoop Dogg, of course. But he's like, Dog, I met Adam Dunn. He's fucking awesome. <laughs> he wants me to get Snoop Dogg. I'm going to do it. You know, so cool. So they, so anyway, he gets the Snoop Dogg. And the next time I see Snoop out in uh, Claremont at his home, he's like... Hankel, he called me Howard Hankel, Snoop Dogg. Oh, God. Hankel. <laughs> Howard Hankel, right? He made it all funny. But anyway, he's like, check out what I got, Hankel. He pulls out this, like, 30-pound bulletproof hemp coat. Now, Snoop was proud of this thing. And this thing was badass. I mean, 
Super heavy. <laughs> so heavy. Oh, so heavy. So heavy. So heavy that it was so funny because now I think uh, I think Noah even has it still. I think it's one of those like Snoop is like it's too heavy. I can't carry it around yet. And Noah's like I'll take care of it for you. So I'm pretty sure you might even still have it. It was so. It was so Snoopalicious, Dazzlelicious, Dizzlelicious. I mean, it was well, 50 pounds. Dizzlelicious. Well, you guys definitely, it was, the timing was awesome because when he came on tour that year, it was like the beginning of the winter, and we gave him a jacket, and then he was like on MTV with some show, and every single shot he had the jacket on because it was fucking cold out there, you know what I mean? So yeah. he obviously was like... I mean, I think he liked it, but he was also wearing it for functionality, 100%, you know? And it was like Snoop dancing around on stage, then Snoop in the bus, then Snoop with his hair all out, then Snoop. I was like, man, we're getting like million dollar shots out of this thing from MTV. They're killing. He loves that jacket. Like, he never took it off. Then we gave him the summer well, jacket. Adam, Adam, the problem was. It was too heavy, man. It was like oh, not the not the not pack. the bulletproof one. Yeah, no, the bulletproof one. We gave it to him, and we knew that that was just more like the fact that we could tell people we gave Snoop Dogg a bulletproof jacket was like selling point ten thousand. You know, oh, yeah, people, for sure. People were like, "What? Okay, well, there you but go." Ricky, it got, <laughs> wait, 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 Adam. It got worse. So Dave Aaron starts doing the Wu Tang record, right? Oh. Killer Bees. Yeah, and I sneak on one part on the Killer Bees too. But the problem is. They knew I I hooked them up with you, and they're all like, "Hey man, can you hook me up with that guy? We want one of those bulletproof coats." Oh, I know. <laughs> like guys, everybody and their brother wanted one of these bulletproof coats. So now for the next year, I'm going all over L- L.A., and everybody thinks I'm the bulletproof hem coat connection. You know nice. what I mean? Yeah, that's. <laughs> there was when you say issue, bulletproof, there was one issue we... with that jacket. What's that? The, yeah, full bulletproof. Shotgun. It was level. It was a level two A. It was a level two A bulletproof. Jacket. No, no, no. But the, but the issue with the jacket was is that once Found I hung it. that thing up in the wardrobe case, it just collapsed everything. <laughs> to it all started to sink inside of the layers of clothing and sank to like the rim of the jacket. Oh yeah. So then, so the yeah. You'd actually have to rip the jacket open and pull the plates back up. I think they had. I think they or, had like snaps or Velcro in there, and they probably pe- fell off after a bit or something like that because they were yeah. snapping. It was an exceptionally heavy jacket for sure. <laughs> it was, it was heavier than jacket. me. Definitely heavy. Um, yeah, it was funny. We had Russian guys test it out and on the on the range with this thing, and it was like these big, giant Russian dudes shooting all these guns at it and stuff. It was, like, it was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> but actually, that thing. But but actually, that that actually um, was helpful when they passed legislation here because we went up on the hill, and we were we went into, we went to this meeting, and it was like they were all just sitting around. It was about trying to push the hemp bill, and everyone was tired and bored. And then uh, Samantha Walsh told me she's like, bring bring a bulletproof jacket and I guarantee you they will, that will wake them up and then at one point I go yeah we make uh, hemp jackets and we did a bulletproof version and they were like all of a sudden I just saw everybody all the cops were like what wait a minute oh we love hemp hemp's great pass the shit now they make bullets. Like, and it was just hilarious it was like so the bulletproof part of it all definitely steps and, and our, our point of that whole was is that you got the world's strongest natural fiber and then you got the world's strongest man-made fiber which was which was not even kevlar it was a stuff called dynamo dynamo which is from holland and it was like the same idea as kevlar except it was even more random on its the way that it would spider web when it hit so if the bullet mm-hmm. web would hit, if the bullet would hit it would just completely spider web the whole material and stop it even quicker whereas the kevlar was more like layers 
more symmetrical, you know? Yeah. So, so this was like a random idea. So it was like the, we, yeah, anyway, that was the whole point of it all. And then we were the last <laughs> non-military or police group allowed to even use the material because we, a guy that we knew worked on it and we just were like, hey, can we use that to make a jacket? And the guy's like, sure. <laughs> and then right after that, they're like, you absolutely cannot sell that to anybody except military. Or they were like, oh, bro, I think we're going to have to cut out on that. So yeah, anyway, we only made like three of them or four of them in the end or something. Wow. We are marketing geniuses on the Adam Best Show. Here's the best That's one. Here's wild. the best one. So, Ricky, after everybody sweated me for two years for bulletproof coats, I didn't find Seattle. Wait a second. And he gave me this beautiful hemp coat I have here. Oh, oh you have a hemp coat, huh? <laughs> Show Dave. Dave. Dave's never seen yeah. one. Dave would love to feel oh, one one day. Yeah. Oh, this, yeah. thing, this thing is badass. To <laughs> Dude, this thing Everybody in this room has a hoodlum on, or has a hoodlum, so. Yeah. Except for Dave, of course. <laughs> I was wearing mine yesterday. Not in the room. So worn. Wait. Every on the screen. It's got secret blood pockets in it. It's oh, got a new secret one? zippers. Yeah. And I've challenged people with gigs. I take it on my 20 below zero tour out to Wyoming. <laughs> it's got little secret pockets. Well, the ones here. on the. Yeah, I always feel bad for the guy who's had it for like five years. And then I go up to him and I go, hey, sh- you've seen this pocket, right? And they're like, no, I've never seen that pocket. <laughs> no. I'm like, oh, I should have probably explained that to you in the beginning. That's the best part of Bro. secret pockets is you got to find them. You know? It's like, the middle <laughs> and the fuzz. I did yeah. the same with seedless though. I had a seedless ch- shirt for like 15 years, and then one day I was like, "Oh, that's a secret <laughs> pocket right there." I never even noticed that. See, I got to pay- payback by Che. <laughs> Shout out. to Yeah, che. I mean, I've had so many of your jackets and everything. So yeah, you, you always know. find a zipper pocket somewhere that you never knew was there. Surprise every yes. time. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I need to get Peter a new pa- one. Pete Pan, yes. Uh, that was me <laughs> in Europe. So that was me in Europe. So same, <laughs> same, same, so, but different. Have you given Mike your version of the RBK right now? I just did. I just did. He just, yeah. he's, he's just got his first little jaw. This smells delicious. It absolutely is delicious. Last week it was ridiculously sticky because I, car- I literally had just like harvested it and threw it in the jar. So it was at that phase where it was ridiculous yeah. now it's toned down you know, a little bit but it's really nice it burns so you know rick i smoked the last of the rbk you sent me i don't know maybe right before christmas oh really it lasted that long and i i, I ration really well and and you know i've got um i got plenty of bond villains so um, he's a rationer he's learned from the yeah. road from life on the road you've learned to ration yeah well you just don't smoke it all and, and you know smoke all of one and then you just smoke all of another and you gotta mm. spread it out. And you know, the RBK is like perfect. It's like the, it's like the best um, midday smoke you could possibly think of, you know, cause it's, it's to me, it's smoking it too early. Wasn't really the, the, the call and smoking it too late. Wasn't the call, but midday. Oh. That was my favorite time of day. It's the mid. It's mids. You're saying so you're basically calling so, it mids. You know, and then, and then, <laughs> so and then you're basically late night. calling RBK mids. I can't believe it. Midday, no. <laughs> and then you, you come in at night with, with something really heavy that that knocks it, knocks you down, like mm-hmm. um wedding cake or something stupid like that. It's such a great smokable weed and it's such a great high. I, I'll absolutely attest to that for sure. And also the thing is, I, I what want I, to say what, this. I, I just want to say this real quick. Um, no one ever asks me, and no one ever has, who is my brother. Ooh. And you'll never find out. I'll never tell you. 
because he wants to be anonymous. No, he, he should be anonymous him. because you've already blown it. You're 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 done. You're you're out. You're, <laughs> you're, and I and I don't oh. know who your brother is, and that's the funny part. I only remember coming. I only remember meeting you to get the cutting, and it was like you and your bro were not feeling each other at that time, and it was kind of weird. You were like, yeah, I don't even. I haven't talked to him in like a while, and it was kind of like this, like. Took it. We have it. We, we had this love hate relationship for a few years. Uh, Man, I've always known it as a hate hate relationship. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, uh, like every once in a while, you get along enough long enough to where something cool happens, and then and then you don't get along anymore. Well, it, it's definitely not like that now. I mean, I love my brother to death. We talk almost once a week. Uh, you know, I, 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 he's an amazing individual. We did have a period of time though where uh, it was. Um, brotherly, yeah, you know, it's just one of those things That's that true, family keeps Classic know, brotherly oh, love. Yeah. At, at that time, uh, where I got the cuts from him, we were not quite on the up, but we weren't really on the down. We were, we were in the middle, you know. But Sounds he like obviously did mids again. The mids. Oh, like you're back. Mids again. Guys are going back to the mids. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that? But people are starting to figure out who he is. They're, they're slowly trying to figure it out. We can't go check a high school yearbook somewhere. No one knows you guys where you grew up. I mean, some. Well, I, I, I have a large family. I, I have uh, uh, what four other brothers and wow. two sisters. Which brother is it? It's a matter of figuring out which one of the brothers is it, and um, oh, well, let's, I you know, mean, Rick. the process of elimination is going to be so. <laughs> I mean, with a sample size like that, I don't think we could ever find out. <laughs> as long as I've known you, Rick, too, I don't think I've ever met any of your family. Wow, uh, that's funny because um, I'm trying to think. My brother's been to a few Snoop shows, and I believe you were there. I, I invited him to his show. <laughs> you had your chance. Had your chance. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. I, I, you know, as as you guys have all known me for a long time, I never, I've embraced the role of being what I did as what I did. I never liked being like, uh, oh hey man, that's Ricky uh, Snoop Dogg's tour manager. I'm like, dude, I don't say you're Scott that works at CBS. I'm not. <laughs> oh, what I did is I'm not what calling your job out. Just relax, bro. I really kind of like. I always felt like whenever somebody asked me for something, it was about oh, you know, it's all about Snoop and this kind of and and you know, I, I never wanted to disrespect anyone for the job that I had. Like it was an honor to do what I did for the man. Hmm. Like I, I I I truly am blessed with the experiences that I had with him. But that wasn't who I am. That's what I did. So I've always, I, I always tried to keep things on a very moderate level. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that's I can relate to that, Rick. And that's also the thing is like, it was yeah. like you were never like a hip hop guy, but you were around all the hip hop people, of, like you know, deep in it. Bro, well, I, I have. And, and I don't want. I don't know if I should say this story or not. Mention the artist. Yes, you should. But every time, every time I, I'll, you I'll feel go like ahead it. and do it. I, I was with Russell Crowe in his apartment or in his house, I should say, uh, in Sydney, Australia, and um, he was. You know, we were smoking and drinking and having our uh, having a good time, and he played his band for me, and um, I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Even though I really didn't get the music, I was like, oh, that's all right. "Weren't they like uh, called Ted Ten Odd Foot, something like that? Some kind of weird name?" Like Ten of Disciples or something crazy. I don't remember. It was yeah. weird. No, they but, weren't you know, good. I, I didn't no. really have a good. I didn't have a good reference to say, "Hey, this is what you sound like." So I kind of just said. You know, it's a little bit like Bob Dylan. And uh, he looked at me and said, well, you know, you know who did the recording, right? And I was like, no, who? He says, RZA. And I went, who? 
He said, RZA. And I said, uh, who's RZA? And he goes, Wu-Tang Clan? And I went, oh, I don't know. He goes, oh, <laughs> so you don't know. This is when Russell started getting pissed. He goes, so you don't know anybody unless it's Snoop Doggy Dog, huh? And I was like, uh, no. I, I'm like, I'm a punk rocker metalhead. I don't know hip hop. I go, I wouldn't even know Snoop's music if I didn't work for him. It's not my style. It's not what, you know, I don't know anything about that. So, yeah, I kind of kind of pissed him off a little bit when that happened. But uh, You were the metalhead just like I was Jazz Fusion. You know, and yeah, we bet you, you know, were a metalhead. I was jazz fusion. You, you, I mean, you notice I, I I do jazz improv fusion, and you were a metalhead. I get what you're saying, right? You know, I mean, I, 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 I've grown over the years to appreciate the musicianship of the people. I mean, I've, I've met so many guys in the industry that do it. But, uh, you know, and I can say without a shadow of a doubt, there is not one person in hip-hop that can be like Snoop on stage. The charisma and the ability that that yeah, guy yeah. has to do his shows are untouchable, unfuckwithable. I've seen Jay Z, <laughs> I've seen Eminem, I've seen yeah, Busta Rhymes, I've seen Fifty Cent. I've, you know, Ice Cube. It, it's in my opinion, when it comes to live performances in hip hop, you have Snoop Dogg, you have Ice Cube, you have the Dog Pound, you have Tech Nine, and then maybe a couple oh, other guys yeah, below that that I've seen. That really, honestly, fucking kill it on the meltdown. Tech Nine itself. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. I agree with you. Most guys are pretty lame in the hip hop world as far as their their gigs. They are. I mean, you know, but it's the West Coast guys, and I I do want to include Cypress Hill in that too because they they fucking kill it live as well. But yeah, Cypress killed. The thing about Dog though didn't really do it for me. The East Coast guys always would fuck the microphone and you know do things that didn't sound right. The thing about Dog, though, is you could put him in front of any crowd. That's what that's what blew yeah. me away uh, touring with with um, with you guys was the fact that we played in front of all kinds of different kinds of crowds, and he fit yeah. in anywhere. You could put him in front of anything. You could have and him he, there with entertain. a rock band. You could have him there Country, with a jazz band, jam like, bands. Have, well, that's the thing. I was saying earlier, like, doesn't matter what if it's your grandma yeah. or if it's your like, everybody knows who he they're is. They're all like Snoop. It's like it's like Willie and Snoop. That's when they did when you when you were there, Rick, at that recording. That is like the two people that can cross those barriers because everybody knows who both of them are and will open their ear just enough you know what i mean and, yeah. and it's not hey, offen- and neither of them are offensive you know what i mean like snoop well, doesn't really have, isn't rough you know, like his it's always smooth yeah it's always always kind of laid back ago. yeah hold on what, what, hey, what were you hey saying, guys really? i saw the martha stewart cooking show coming years ago <laughs> back, in the, back in the early 2000s he was always cooking it is uncle june bug you'd go out to claremont <laughs> to the studio and sometimes i'd get the chore to grab 20 bucks and go get uh, pork chops or chicken thighs or whatever. Boy, Snoop was kick, cooking his ass off. He was oh, cooking. Dude, Uncle off. Rio. Yeah. Uncle Rio was right. a, was a guy. Uncle Rio in his in his yeah, hotel Uncle room. Rio, he'd have like four fried daddies set up and he'd cooking all this chicken in his hotel room, and the whole thing would be yeah. smoking and filling the air with grease and. Well, really, they, his ass off. I've seen him in the studio. I had a backpack. That shit was funny. Out about it. They hooked up my backpack and stole one day, and they were at it cooking, man. And he cooked his ass off too, man. I had a little one burner backpack and stove, and they loved that little thing. Hey, where's your little stove? You know, and they fire up. Go get me some chicken thighs and this and the onions and this and that. And off to the races. He cooked his ass off. So I saw the Martha Stewart show coming, and people love that. People did love that show. 
Did he, uh, you know, did he, uh, What's you that? know, did he go there with Martha? Well, I don't know. You'd have to ask Ricky. I don't know. Probably. Alan, yeah, a- I, I, I've got nothing to do with any <laughs> Martha's a rebel. I don't know. She went to jail. <laughs> she went to prison. Prison. Good like, boy. Real Sorry. jail. I thought, right? I thought jail. Yeah, that was so Martha Stewart, she's, she's hardcore. She's she is now. No, she, she definitely... Uh, did it right and now it's funny with her and Snoop they're, they're a little fucking the way that they play each other off so well it's like it's perfect <laughs> he's even hosted a game show what the Joker's Wild <laughs> I mean that was hilarious I think I watched two episodes but um, that guy you can plug him into any audience right? and he can entertain well, what are we going to have the Adam Dunn weed growing contest show where you start five contestants out in the beginning of the year and they each get to pick. Stop giving away people. all the good ideas, Willie. You know? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> we have some production board meeting. Come to the board meeting, Willie. <laughs> yeah, no. The thing is, that it, what, what the problem with doing uh, any kind of like weed event thing like that now is you gotta you gotta let someone else take the beating, and then you gotta come in and just kind of like eat the scraps off the side of their gigantic beating. Because if you try to do it on your own, you, that's just the way it is. Like people have to be all like like now everybody goes to vegas for mj they go to this for this and then you just you do a little satellite show or something like that that's the only way it works but, i'm just joking it would be a funny show though i'd be dissing well, all their waiter you can't well, sell down the road down the road i've got a i've got a crew um who are putting together some like it's almost like a mini warp tour of cannabis and that's coming up next year starting in arizona they're going to do one in arizona and one in massachusetts they did one last year in massachusetts they're going to do another one there and another one in arizona and then slowly work it out and kind of go state by state so really like with open smoke and all that oh totally yeah, yeah. it's like so just, yeah nice. very they, the one that they did in massachusetts amazing it was like they had, nice. they had they had um cypress hill and fucking pulled it off and you know three thousand people thirty five hundred so it was like Small enough and tight enough that it was felt really yeah. good. It wasn't like too big, and you know it was like one of those deals where twenty cops rolled in at one point, and it was like, well, what are you gonna do? Like everyone here is smoking, you're not gonna like start being assholes, are you? And I'm at first they were like, everybody, they didn't know what to do. They were like standing all stiff, and then about twenty minutes later, they were just all like, whatever, bro. And it was like, okay, this is it. If you're in Massachusetts seeing cops stout down with people smoking weed, you already know it's kind of. It's over. You know, just yeah. relax, bro. We're on the other side of the hill. Oh wait. Well, how about the TV? But how about the TV show where you go to a guy's grow and you fix the grow? <laughs> it's been done. It's been done. They've had the pit my pit my grow and all that, but the. It's all yeah. sponsorship shit at that point. It's basically just a big marketing deal, and you know, if and then nobody wants to smoke their weed after. They're like, pretty Fuck. much, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, there's, there's an endless amount of possibilities when it comes to like, uh, TV show, you know, things and stuff, but it's like now you really see everybody's like, it's branding mania, right? And I don't see many of them working. I mean, I see probably 10% of the brands be real. Like, do you guys ever see that Snoop Dogg, um, Food, nutrient line that they tried to pull off at one point. And nutrient line? What for? For hydroponics? Yeah. Nutrients. Nutrients. They didn't even call it. They didn't even call it that. They weren't smart enough what? to even do that. It was like really. Oh. You missed that. You know what what I mean? How do you not do that? Hey, speaking of that nutrient line, it actually is doing fairly well where it is where it's at right now. But do you AJ, use it? Yeah, AJ had a great idea about that, and he had told it to me, and I was like, wow, that's fucking genius. AJ came up with the idea. He said they should come up with a two-part nutrient, have one that's clear and one that's colored, and call it gin and juice. 
<laughs> and they actually came up with a nutrient that is orange and a nutrient that's clear. And they didn't and do it. Yeah. I, I told the guy who does it that idea, and he's all, I don't want to redo my labeling. I don't want to. I'm like, dude, you're an idiot. That's yeah. fucking, that's genius right there. You sure. should be doing that. You should be calling it gin and juice. Right. <laughs> Look at that simple fucking situation. I feel like that would work for like growers that were just getting into it, maybe. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, if you're going to do a two-part nutrient, make it simple. You know what you ran out of? Oh, I ran out of the clear. That's the gin. Oh, I ran out of the color. That's the juice. Which one do you want? Which one do you need? And now you do it. Won't do it. Yeah, the gin uh, would be your calcium, basically. Yeah. Because your calcium's always that's a clear one. And then your juice would be all the rest of the shit. So. That's yeah. weird. It's you for the Danny Danko 4x4s. Like it. You go. Huh? It's for the Danny Danko 4x4s. You get some gin and juice and a 4x4, four four and you're good to go. You go into the grocery store and that's your request. So I loved it. I did. Gin was my drink. I didn't like vodka, so I love being around those guys. I did. I, gin I just like tonic water better than grapefruit juice, but I'll just, boy, I love the gin, man. I love that. Davey Iron used to come off a tour with a bunch of gin bottles. That was heaven up there. We lived up in the Hollywood Hills for a while up on top of Lookout Mountain, and Dave and these guys would come off tour, and one year they had a bunch of crazy, cheap-ass Korean wine. <laughs> they said, nobody else wanted to drink on the tour. Well, you know, I drank it. How's that? You know, <laughs> We drank it up there at Dave Aaron. We used to call it Space Mountain, this place up on the mountain. But yeah, you guys used to come off tour with all kind of goodies, man. That was <laughs> oh, awesome. you would get all kinds of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Which reminds me, I want to I ask you, Mike, what is which of all the shows we did, which one was the one that stood out to you the most? Huh. That's a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. I think question. one of my one of my favorite one of the things that comes to mind first was was that one in Copenhagen. And um at the I can't even remember the name of maybe was it KB Holland, maybe? Um but there was like fifteen thousand people. And I actually have a video of this. I actually took a video of this and it's probably why I remember the best, but um, just watching the entire crowd because it was 15,000 people on one level. There was no risers. There's no seats anywhere. It was just one big, open, stupid room. And our offices were terrible because they were open. There's like cubicles behind the stage. It was it was a hard day. And um, But the crowd during uh, next episode, just the unison of them bouncing and how badass it was. And it's, you know, one of my favorite songs anyway. So that's one that definitely sticks out in my head. And that was Copenhagen. And I think that was... And what were you smoking? 2009? Yeah, that was probably 2009. That was, that was a great show. I, I do have a very good memory that. You're smoking good weed. That could have been... 2007 was uh, the Dog Diddy thing, right? 2007. Oh, wow, that's a good one. Was it 2007? Yeah, it was around that time, May 2008. Because so, we had gone back to Europe, like back to back to back. Yep. You know, was so... It might have. It's it's within that that realm. I think two shows for me stand out the most. Uh, the one that I thought I've never seen an artist pull this off with the charisma that he had was Live Eight. There was four hundred thousand yeah. people in live in Hyde Park, and when Snoop said, "Put your hands up," it was a sea of hands. I'd never <laughs> seen that kind of a command from one artist. And then uh, you look over to the right, and there's a. Uh, you know, David Beckham and uh, Paul McCartney and all these other people are all watching Snoop perform. And I'm just like, wow, what the fuck? And I'm running around the stage. It was the most chaotic time for me because there was a lot of technical issues during that performance because it was so quick. Uh, and then the second one for me was uh, Santiago Chile. 
Um, and Be Real was uh, on tour with us, and not as Cypress Hill, just as Be Real. And during his set, I thought it was nuts, but it, Snoop says it went a little bit crazier. But during their set, as you were mentioning people jumping, the crowd was jumping so much during Be Real set that I started getting seasick on stage. Like it felt <laughs> like, the, like the whole stage was moving and it wasn't us. And then, and this was the like one time I'd it's never like seen this It's like a bus pulling before. away and you're like, whoa, we're rolling. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, and the one thing I'd never seen before was a wheelchair crowd surfer. Oh they my. Actually picked this guy up and brought him <laughs> like all the way from the back to the front of the stage and set him down. And I had never seen anything like that. Now, granted, when Snoop went on, it went just as crazy. But that that particular show it's was probably the bandit. <laughs> that was right. Right after you left, we went to um, we went to um, Cancun for uh, for whatever spring break or whatever, and we played this one club. It it held like four or five thousand people and they stuffed like seven or eight thousand people in there and, and it was about the most dangerous thing I'd ever seen in my career and people were everywhere and they were hanging off these balconies and they were on top of the bar and they were everywhere and that crowd went went off in a way that I hadn't seen before and you know saying that too I think when we played what was it a1 in Moscow do you remember doing that Mm. Oh yes, yes. That, that place was huge. Yes, and packed. Yeah, I full. remember that place was. It was like a cavern. It was a huge fucking building. I remember, I'm still friends actually with one of those guys from Facebook that brought us the weed. I'm still friends with lots of those guys. Yeah, I don't think you connected us with those guys, Adam. I don't remember if that no, was the one. So. Of the, I don't think that was me. One, one was Alexi. Alexi Midas. He, he was called Midas. I yes, remember him. Midas. Um, and there's a couple more, but but yeah, I think A1 burned down, and then they had and they opened a new one called B2. Oh, <laughs> so, they're so creative, those guys. Yeah. A1, B2. Hey, there you go. Come back later, you're like, whoa, E6. Like, oh, you guys are fucking up over here. Yeah, baby. You know what's interesting, though, Ricky? What's that? I caught all the recording sessions. So, you know what's interesting? You guys caught the gigs. I started with Dave Aaron at Death Row Records in 96. Dave started about a year before I got there. So Dave started with Death Row Records. He was uh, doing prints at Larrabee. Oh. And Snoop and the whole gang came in the middle of the night. I wasn't there for this and uh, scared everybody off. So anyway, Dave got the job at Death Row Records. And there's only and there's two white guys up in there, Tommy D and Dave. So they call me out 96 and I go out there on a bus. And here's the part that I really blew my mind being a jazz improv guy and coming out of this whole Memphis Grateful Dead hippie thing, right? Was that Daz was the real beat genius. So he would just start yeah. with a little uh, drum machine with nothing. Now, check it out. It was improv. I mean, he didn't come in with a with an idea of a song. Nobody came in with lyric sheets. I watched Tupac. You know, Dave and I said, how, how, do, you, how do you want it? So here's the badass part. So Daz would start with his little kick drum, add a snare, get it going. Then Dave would like slow the snare down, kick the eight old, uh, bunch of fancy stuff. Anyway, Daz would do the beat. Then uh, Superfly Brooks would usually do the bass part on a keyboard, on a mini mode. And we'd start layering things up. So actually, so Snoop would like it. So everybody knew it was doing good if he liked it, right, Ricky? Yeah. But here's the badass part. Him and Tupac both would freestyle their rap with holes for the other characters, meaning they'd do a paragraph, there'd be a hole for somebody, another paragraph. And what blew my mind was they would double and triple that perfect. They would remember everything they did. 
Now, we're not just talking one line at a time. I'm talking paragraphs, like whole songs, and improv this shit, and nail it, maybe two or three punches, you know, because we tripled all our vocals. We tripled all those vocals. And now, and everybody had to triple their part. And basically, it was three strikes, you're out. That's how I got the Hal Hinkle name. There was a guy before me that was screwing up on guitar. And he gave him a million chances. They sick a pit bull on him, kind of throw him out of there. And I'm up to bat on this song called The Vapors on the Dogfather record. Now, I'm smart. I just go, Snoop, what do you want? And he sings to me, da-da-da-da. So I put my little horn up, you know, and uh, here. <laughs> Oh, here we go. <laughs> How long did it take? How long has he been on before the horn came out? That was pretty good. I was, I was impressed. I was ready to be. Really, it's at least 40 minutes. Now, hold on. You did that through the whole song in the Dr. Dre days. So now that gets a little hard on trumpet when you have to do that little part right there all the way through. Perfect now. Perfect. Damn. And they're picky now. They're real, real, real picky on this stuff. And now you just go so like I got that. a little like, bass hit. No, Snoop gave me my little bass hit because he was a great producer. Same with Tupac. And then I got my chorus. I got a little bound up on a note, and uh, Charlie Wilson from the Gap Band saved my skin, said, kid, I was a trumpet player. Play D flat. Sweet one. So then I got, so then Tupac asked me to do California Love, and I didn't know any horn guys. So, you know, I'm like, geez, Louise, Dave, I've only been here two weeks in LA. I got to get this horn section. So I called my mentor, Herman Green in Memphis, and he gave me the number to the Earth, Wind, and Fire guys. So I called them up and said, I'm Willie Waldman, uh, Herman Green student from Memphis. I have a recording session with Tupac Shakur at Death Row Records at Can Amp. And I brought, Maurice Spears, Charles Owens, and all those cats up to death row. And uh, we did the California Love. And again, I had Pac just sing me the part. He says, play ba-ba-da-ba-da. Pac got up. But they kept running like a baseball game. See, a session was run different than a gig. So the whole day was like this improv thing. And I swear to God, we would do sometimes two or three songs a day going to radio in the death row day. That studio never shut down. Dave and I stayed up there for a whole month straight. You know, a month straight. You know what I mean? Now, me, I'd get a part every couple days or every, you know, once a week. You know, I was in the trumpet department. And then I would hang out and help. Family department. So like, tuba department. Not getting any business at all. Tuba's been mad about any, anybody's track. Hey, wait a second. I, they paid me. They paid me. I got all that snow. I actually was taken care of pretty well. And uh, Snoop gave me the nickname Howard Henkel. But eventually I was like Ricky. I did want to go off and do my own jazz fusion. So about when all the murders went down, about 201, Snoop told me, man, Henkel, you should have your own Chuck Mangio and Miles Davis band and go out there and do that improv shit we've been teaching you. Because really, I looked at all their studio stuff as improv. They made all that stuff up on the spot, man. And Daz was a junior, like I said. So I did. I took off and put together Banyan in 98 right after the Tupac murders so the Tupac murders went down and anyway no we did we put together Banyan with Steve Perkins and we got Rob Wasserman involved and eventually that's how we met Ricky over there at Larrabee because we used to like to use Larrabee but Snoop was the king of improv so we'll say that and the gigs were off 
Dave gave me a, a his first introduction to those guys. He said uh, when we were recording our record, actually, he says, "You know, I remember the day that I I I, I came to the studio. I was going to be the guy, and I came to the studio, and it was, the door was locked and nobody was there yet. So he was waiting outside, and then about thirty minutes later, three Lexuses pull up, whoop whoop whoop, park all right next to each other. Daz gets out of one, smoking a blunt." Corrupt gets out of one, drinking a bottle of champagne, and Nate gets out smoking a blunt. And he looked at him and he said, this is the new punk rock. This is the new punk rock. This this style of music, what these guys are doing, that's so rebellious. It's so in your face. It's so everything that that is kind of his description of it. I mean, they were badass musicians is what I'm saying from the recording standpoint. I came out of music school, university, and the whole work, so... Me and Aaron both did. You know, we came out of Memphis State University. So we were very impressed with the musicality. And, and like I said, they double and triple, you know, two or three lines in, remembering everything they do. I kept my shit simple, Ricky. I kept my stuff simple, stupid. You know what I mean? Some big, crazy, long line. But and then, and then they would put it in auto repeat. And then the other little rappers would get their chance to fill the holes little badass we had half dead in those days oh just you know you know daz corrupt and that was interesting to watch tupac work work that you know because they they would like we'd put it in auto repeat and sometimes i would run it in those days and they would they would keep working on their little rap and then turn it into snoop you know like an assignment and then eventually snoop would give the signal and they'd run into the room and you know, then they had like three strikes throughout because if they got all hung up on punchings and stuff, they called it the booty call. And guys did get the booty call. <laughs> <laughs> Howard Hinkle, that guy's a character. Howard Hinkle reminds me of that uh, that skit on Living Color where the guy says, I got a song. You want to hear it? Let me play it for you. And then he gets in your face and just plays and plays and plays and annoys the shit out of you. That that was Howard. Uh, oh, Hinkle. yeah. It is too much, man. We all got creed with that. I got stuck with his name. <laughs> I mean, he's a great guitar player. Don't get me wrong. He just doesn't know when to not play. <laughs> well, the funny thing is you had to do what, like I said, they sang me the part. If I moved as around on knowing part, when to play. <laughs> <laughs> you had to play exactly what they told you to play. Like, again, he would sing me da-da-da-da. That didn't mean go da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
you know i, I wanted him on the road with me. it was uh it was we, great that he took up the offer to do it you know who brought me in was uh S steve sunderland and tony selinger yeah well those in 2005 that's who brought me in on the conversation i had with those guys yeah. i mean I, I wanted you there you know and it was a uh, it was a blessing to have it you know tony sunderland I don't, is he still alive by the way I don't know. I don't want to. Yeah, I heard. Out. I heard from Tony the other day, though. I, I heard from Tony the other day. I, I I sent him a happy New Year, and he's all, "Hey, mate, nice to see you. Nice to hear from you." I haven't heard from him since. I sent him a Christmas <laughs> text, and, and uh, same thing. We we exchanged a couple of different texts, and, and that was it. But I mean, he, you know, he he lost his wife, and I think he's yeah. still watching after his mom, and uh, that all went went bad. But yeah, it was Sunderland. And, and speaking of that, there's another weird, memorable show, but you no know, White River. White, excuse me, White River Amphitheater, that tour. Cleveland? Um, no, in um, south of uh, Seattle. Seattle, okay. Oh, where, where the guy went up on stage? Where the guy got up on stage. That was probably one of my most memorable Snoop shows. And that was the first year I was working for you guys. That, you know, that was that the most freaked bizarre. Me out. <laughs> now, now, now there's video. Okay, if you guys are not familiar with this, there's video of an incident in Seattle where this guy comes up on stage, he puts his arm around Snoop, and then he's proceeded to getting the shit kicked out of him by everybody else on stage because they didn't know who he was. Snoop hit him first. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, and, and I happen to right be, the nose. I happen to be because in he didn't the know who he was. Like, like... Yeah, I was in the production office when I get the radio call saying, "Hey, Ricky, run to the stage. Uh, Snoop's been attacked." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" So I leave the production office. I run to the stage, and as I get to the stage, I see this naked guy. Oh, full of blood never good one of the security guys on top of him holding him down punching him in the face saying stop moving and i oh, look around man. and i see eastwood and i said eastwood what the fuck a naked guy ran up on stage and attacked snoop and they said no we stripped him and i go what the fuck did you <laughs> yeah, do they said well we wanted to make sure he didn't have a gun and i was like what the fuck i go where's snoop you know he's on the bus and then somebody can run out to me and they say snoop's looking for you rick come to, come to the bus so I go running out to the bus and I get on there and there's a bunch of people in the front lounge. I'm like, where's Snoop? Girl? He's in the back lounge. He's waiting for you. I go back there and he's holding his hand. And I go, what's wrong? He goes, Rick, man, look. And, and he showed me. And I guess when he hit the dude, his finger got caught because he was holding he had his, his mic. mic. Yeah, he had his yeah. mic in his so, hand. He popped him with the mic. Yeah, so his, his knuckle, I guess it dislocated or something. And I was like, oh, this is, before he had, this is before he had his gigantic, ridiculous mic now that he can. No, no, no that, that was, was a gigantic, that ridiculous was a gi mic. Oh, that, that was one of the first ones. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. No, it was. So. Yeah, the telephone. I, <laughs> he had that huge well, it, was a, it was a it was a um, Frankenstein because it was Telefunk and Sennheiser. Uh, Dave yeah. like morphed them together. Dave Donahue. Damn. Hitting all the. And uh, and the, the crazy thing about that entire that entire scene, and I was standing, I stood there and watched the entire thing happen, because I was stage manager, and um, the it's your fault. The band played on. The band did not stop. They just kept playing. In the video, you see that the band is still going as the guy's getting his ass kicked, and the band is not missing a beat. They're not just a beat. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it was it was pretty brutal. And funny. Yeah, it was, it was, that was a weird, uh, definitely yeah. one of the weirdest nights that, that I. Had. That was the last night of tour, wasn't it? It was no, close. we went. To, no, we went to Vancouver the next night, and that was the last yeah, night. I mean, it tour. was close. It was towards the end of the tour, but uh, that was definitely a weird one. And that was <laughs> that was you know Snoop and and the game, uh, and when when game was, and Uwe who I think went to prison. Yeah, yeah um, he's still in jail. This is go. when the game was beefing at the same moment. Well, Uwe was a buy. Yeah, and well, game was blowing up. Uwe was a buy on. Um, 
And then, like I said, him and all of his friends went to prison oh for God. whatever they were doing. Ugh. Yeah, I, I don't know the story behind what they because he wasn't. I he, just know he he got they got busted for whatever. So whatever. he was like a mini Snoop. He had his own little Snoop Dogg's uh, a gangster suit. You know his his um, his bandana suit. suit, his crip suit. Yeah, what? he had he had one in and you know Uwe. It's 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 just. He basically named himself after a Snoop Dogg. Right. Saying. Well, it's funny you should say his name because I guess he must have done a deal with the uh, Master P. Because I was in a liquor store by my house that sells potato chips that are called Ooey and it has his face on it. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And there's a whole branding of like all these different uh, artists from the South that all have their face on these different bags of potato chips. That's hilarious. <laughs> I've Ooh, seen I've seen all the chips. There's like a whole <laughs> slew of them. A whole slew of wee chips. Like who? Yeah, we like, like random. Well, there's Ooh, Master P, fucking like any of the guys that are from the South. I guess yeah. well, anybody that's working with Master P, he's smart with branding. Like that guy's a fucking genius when it comes to marketing. <laughs> it's just interesting the flavors that you get. Like you're like you're <laughs> you're like kind of be like a pickle flavor. So I don't I hope you I hope you're down with that like, pickle. I ain't no fucking pickle. <laughs> like no, you're going for the southern barbecue. <laughs> And you're going for the, you're the side dish. You're just a so fucking, you're just coleslaw, bro. Yeah. Like, what coleslaw? Who eats that? Coleslaw. Well, hey. listen, guys, I don't mean to break this off, but I do got to get going. Oh, well, what I do, but I, but I want no. you. What are the no. Raiders playing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what I need, what I need, what I do need from you quickly, because we need to give a couple shout outs to the people that are helping you make this happen out there. Um, yeah. And where they can so give me a couple lowdown on this RBK drops that are going down because basically everything's going to be limited both there and here and everywhere, which is the way we want it. Limited yeah, for the for the title. time being, that's how we want it. Let me pull up my list of uh, places where it's currently available. Hmm. Uh, give me a sec, Ricky. Have you been to the compound real quick? I've been you know, to Check it out. We got a guy out there. He lived there. He was, it was his home. I, I, I built it. I was the one that supervised the build of the entire compound. Okay. Well, the reason I bring it up, there's this kid who lives out by me, October London. And I uh, just played. I haven't, I haven't met him because, honestly, when I, when I, as the, the moment I finished building the compound, which was in 2017, that's when I stopped working for him. I decided it was, you know, it was a good run, and I, I loved every moment of it and, I, and the whole nine yards, but – Ultimately, they wanted my role to be one of managing the, the compound, and I right. still wanted to tour, and I really wanted to get out of that place. I'd been in there two right. and a half years building it, and I really right. wanted right. to get out of there. So, uh, no, unfortunately, I never met October London. I hear he's an incredible artist, but I don't know him. Well, he's over here in my hood, <laughs> and uh, one of the kids, uh, Lance, Pierre, and I uh, did his record. Uh, I, I just did a beat with him, and I put a horn part on it. But the interesting is, the kid lives over here in South Bend, Indiana, and all my local kids are messing with him who don't know Dave Aaron, and I didn't really introduce him. And all of a sudden, all my local kids are messing with October London. I did a little horn park the other day, and they, one of my kids over here, uh, Pootie, got on a Snoop video, one of these new mm -hmm. Def Jam things, you know, one of the things he's got with Def Jam, all these kids are on it, you know what I mean, and they're, and they're, anyway, one of them's from over here in South Bend, and they're all going to the compound, so I had to ask you, because they're like, well, Willie, I thought you knew somebody over there, and in the back of my head, I was like, yeah, Ricky runs the place, I knew Ricky built it, so I was, you know what I'm saying, so I'm actually asking you on air, look for Ricky. you know what I mean, if you're ever over there, are you ever over there at all? Just drop uh, Ricky. You know Honestly, I, I was there a couple months ago just to come by and say hello. And Snoop was in the process of filming something with the Globetrotters, and we hung out for you know a real brief moment. I 
I talked to DJ Pooh, who goes there a lot. Who actually yeah. I brought in to equip the studios because, to be honest with you, when I was asked to supervise the build of a recording studio, I told Snoop, I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm that guy. And he said, but Rick, you know everything I like. I said, yeah, but I've never built a studio in my life. I've been in a studio to record, but I don't know how any of this stuff really works. And uh, I leaned on Dave Aaron to actually get me a good architect to build the place, which we ended up working with the guy to do it, who was good. He did a great job, but he was probably the slowest guy on the planet when it came to getting the plans done. Um, Best doctor guy, the best doctor guy. Best doctor, yeah. I think he did a phenomenal job, but literally our phone calls would be like, uh, you know, where are the plans? I was up all night till seven this morning. I said, great. So are they done? He goes, no. I go, well, then don't ever call me again to say you were up all night. It's not fucking done. Call me when it's done. And, uh, you know, it was a, I was constantly at term, you know, at odds with that guy, but, um, he did a fantastic job. He did That's a good job. Compared to the first guy they wanted me to work with, which ultimately I almost quit because, uh, they said, you got to work with this guy, his management at the time. I wanted me to work with this other architect. And I was like, well, what has he done? And they said, well, he built a hamburger hamlet. And I went, I'm not building a fucking restaurant. I need a goddamn studio. I don't want to work with this guy. I go, I don't know what I'm doing. So I have to have someone that knows what the fuck they're doing. And if this guy only built hamburger hamlet, I don't want him to be the guy. So ultimately had to like, I got into it with uh, his management about it. And they didn't want me to get anyone else. And I had to go to Snoop and say, you know, hey, look. I'm going to quit if I got to work with this guy because I'm not going to be responsible for spending this kind of money with some knucklehead who doesn't know what he's doing. And ultimately he said, look, Rick, let Rick do whatever the fuck he needs to do. Get out of his hair. So he let me, you know, at that point do what I needed to do. But um, Did you guys put an SSL in there real quick? Did you put we did a, SSL? We did a combo. We got SSL, Neve, and Slate. We did a three oh, oh. situation. So there's SSL sidecar, full Neve board, and a Slate board. Um, wow. And uh, it, it and again that was that was something that I saw on video that Will I Am had did and I thought that's amazing that looks great we should do it but at the end of the day I ended up calling uh Snoop and telling him look I can't outfit this stuff with gear cuz I don't know anything about it we need to bring somebody in and I know DJ Pooh has done all this stuff for Dr. Dre and he's built a lot of these studios he he's on the cutting edge of equipment we need to bring him in and so he came in and outfitted the entire place with all the electronics because um, i couldn't do it i mean i i'll be honest i i couldn't do it. i knew the crew to hire to build it i had that i had the right individuals and all the other capacities and i learned as i went along like i would literally have the guys draw out the entire studio on the floor and then i would walk into it and envision the walls and then i'd go back and say okay guys it's got to be bigger they're like, what? I'm like, go back to the drawing board. It's got to be bigger. We have to make this place look the way it's supposed to look. And so, you know, it was a, it was a heck of a process. Um, it almost killed you. Would, yeah, I don't think I would ever want to do another studio build again. Uh, but yeah. I did get to meet the mayor of Inglewood a few times because they found out I was doing that and I was getting the permits. They found out it was Snoop and I started getting free tickets to games and I started getting all kinds of these little perks from knowing the mayor, which was cool. Uh, but beyond that, I don't know. Never want to do that again. <laughs> but um, let's see. As far as shout-outs go, yes, sir. Uh, I know right now that Omnia Delivery Service in Canoga Park is our currently only delivery service. 
Uh, we have uh, cannabis. Mary books. from Canoga Park, isn't that like a? Um, isn't that a Frank Zappa line? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we cannabis She's stuck on cannabis the bus. Stuck on the bus. <laughs> got stuck on the bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want me to give these shout outs or what? Yes. This is how our ads go too. We just gotta randomly interrupt all shit. We have Cannabis Works in Orange County that carries it. We have uh, March and Ash, uh, which I believe has four dispensaries in San Diego that carry it. The uh, Boulevard Dispensary in San Diego is carrying it. Um, Culture Cannabis Club soon will be carrying it. Planet Galaxy in Riverside currently carries it. And um, I know I'm missing somebody and they're going to be pissed. Uh, Mm -hmm. There is another list of stores that are going to have it by the end of the month. And that will be Marina Caregivers, Stash Studio in Studio City, Planet uh, K-Town Collective, her, it's not Herba, it's Hybra near downtown, uh, 99 High Collective in Malibu, Sunset Herbal Center in Hollywood, and the Mar- Marathon Collective in, uh, I believe, the Valley. Well, Those will go. all have it by the end of the month. Their drop dates are between now and the 28th. So cool. uh, it's getting out there, and there's I've, I've been getting a lot of uh, messages from other dispensaries around san francisco and around other parts of la that are like how do we get it how do we? I'm, I'm telling them look contact thc design directly they are the cultivator they are the distributor they are the ones and i mean i just i want to give a huge shout out to thc design about that because they fucking killed it they really did and they're an incredible group of individuals over there jose and the rest of the team over there uh, I can't say enough about them. They've been a hundred percent supportive. Yeah, they, looked, uh, they did a really nice job on the grow. That's what I was. I was, I was quite impressed. So yeah, no, they, the Peter is their 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 grower. <laughs> He's phenomenal. Um, uh, I want to give a shout out to my friend Nina and, and my friend Herb. They're the ones that actually put me in contact with THC Design to do this. So they deserve a huge shout out. I, I really appreciate that. Um, and it's growing. You know, the, the word on the street right now is it's gas. Um, they love the taste, uh, the OG's coming back and, um, I'm quite happy with the way things are moving. And I believe we'll, we'll be in pretty much most of the state by the time our next drop comes, which will be, uh, I think towards the middle of February. So I'm pretty excited. Things are moving forward. Nice. How did Pinsky get a hold of some? I mean, come I, I on. I, I gave him some. I, I, I had dinner with him. You just made name. Dave so sad. Look at him. He's so sad. It's he's funny like, you say his name because as soon as you said his name, my phone went ding, and guess who it is? It's Pinsky. Oh, you little well, because bastard. Because he's been listening. His ears were burning. He heard us talking about him in, through the cyber web, and that was the end of that. And then I, love him. You know, I don't know if you guys have seen him recently. No, his chops are ridiculous, though. I definitely, he's hideous. It's He's, hard to determine. It's like a mixture of Wolverine. I was going to say like a like a like a Wolverine, but not obviously. Yeah, yeah. and Fat Elvis. Yeah, Wolverine meets Dev. Yeah, uh, there you go. Fat Elvis. I like that. Wolverine, Wolverine meets, meets Fat Elvis. Elvis. I like it. That's the perfect description right there. <laughs> Goes through a well, cheese I, I, I actually have to go. I have another delivery service on the west side oh. that I have to drop oh. samples off to that are looking to carry it. So I need RBK to get out. Okay, must continue. Um, so okay, yeah, we the, can the, continue. The process is there. And I, I truly enjoy the conversation, and uh, it we was do. great seeing everybody again. And Mike, <laughs> especially since I don't get to see your face very often, I appreciate it. Willie, I, I appreciate you it forever. So it's great to <laughs> I see know, you. I know, I missed you, Ricky. You know, Rick, it's been a while. So you know, I, I appreciate everything you guys do. Just know that 
I, I, and I mean this sincerely, you guys know this from knowing me so many years, especially when you see my social media, I'm not a self promoter. I don't really like talking about myself. I really don't like doing these type of things, but it's getting, yeah, I'm getting neither. comfortable doing it. And I know I have to do it. Uh, but you know, it's really about the bud, the, 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 the weed itself. I'm just happy that people are getting a chance to try it. And, um, nice. you know, it, 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 it deserves to be out there in mass. Um, it's one of the best buds I've ever smoked. And you did Adam, an incredible job keeping that genetic alive. Well, I have and, to give uh, a shout out to the Rhode, Rhode, Rhode Island, keeping it alive out there in Rhode Island. I mean, honestly, had I not given it to you, I don't think it would exist right now. Yeah, I, really I gave it to Vic, so. and then Vic gave it to the. Uh, uh, how it goes? I, I mean, think I'm smelling a new sponsor for the show. Is that because Brothers Kush? Oh yeah. <laughs> Sure. You, know, you, you get Raiders hats. We all get Raiders hats every month. He's going to send us a new, new Raiders gear. We all get no, but I also want to say this, too, and I want to say this to uh-huh. the other brands that are out there. It's not a competition to me, and I'm not in this. Like, I've heard this uh, thing said before uh, where, you know, there's a bunch of people jumping into this industry just to make money and just to do all these things. Well, I'm not that guy. There's a portion of this that's going to feed the homeless. There's a portion of this that's going to do things that give back. It's very important to me that um, the legacy of this plant isn't so much about me or anyone else becoming financially wealthy. Uh, it, it really is about giving back to the communities that uh, it's going to be put into. So I plan on feeding the homeless in Los Angeles and in California, in Colorado, Adam, when we get set up, I really want to put money towards helping individuals who are less fortunate and any other place that we're at, because I think that's more important than anything that I could do in this yeah. And well, then we need a new sponsor for the show so that Mark doesn't have to work three jobs. Uh, yes, that too. Yeah. That too. Poor Mark. So uh, anyway, it was great talking to you guys. I, Thanks. I look forward. We've got to do it again. For sure. And um, again, cheers. All right, Rick. Peace. Take care, man. Peace. Take it easy. Dun, 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 dun. Later, Rick. <laughs> Later, Rick. On the Rick show, wow. he left us, left us high and dry, just like they ghosted us. He used to do that kind of road too, didn't he? He was a ghoster. Is he a ghoster? No. No. He stays on the end. Yeah. Think he always, usually always answer, answers his, his phone, at least for me, as long as I've known him. Yeah. No, he was, uh, it was, I was saying to him earlier, I said there was always like the pre, pre-Snoop Got Weed Rick and then the post-Snoop Got Rick. You know, like before, he'd be rocking on his on his heels, hands behind the back, all stressing out a little bit, you know what I mean? And then later he'd be like, crap, hard to wake up, you know what I mean? Like, oh, hey, hey, anybody Did in he, New he York have a place for Ros and Dogs to stay? He's getting divorced after the show. So. Oh, <laughs> no. I like the Dave upside down thing up there. That's killer. Spider-Man. Oh. You like that? That's in his house. Because his whole family's got COVID. So I've been yeah. sneaking in. Oh, yeah? yeah. So that's how he's like been moving around. I got it twice in a year. Cool. So, oh, we all got it now. I, I, I forgot to tell you guys I got it, but it's cool. <laughs> I just wanted to hang Surprise. out. Surprise. Yeah. yeah, bro. I've had it. Had twice. It. Been there. Been had there. Had it for Christmas. That. Nice. It was, it was lovely. Was Christmas. it a present? You gave it or you gave it? I had it for Christmas. That's two actually, weeks ago. Actually, I, I cleared. I cleared. Um, <laughs> I cleared okay. on uh, Christmas Eve was was when I tested negative again. Oh, so cool. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, it was it was, <laughs> it was a really non-eventful. Not it was not eventful. No, the uh, it's always nice to talk to Rick and get those little uh, old school 
stories out because I mean we definitely had a lot of them and there's there's a couple that I was like I was I was trying to mentally say should we do it and I was like no nah, we'll save that for the next one we have, we have some really good ones oh there's some I started thinking about that we can't yeah. even talk about I know on, there's so many in, in there, there's so setting, many there's so know. many like that and it's like oh can't talk about we're, that. S- we're so not. And I, I wanted to let him talk about the um, oh, he, Seattle yeah. thing. Yeah, he can do um, it. You're not allowed. Rather than me. <laughs> I just wanted to bring it up as one of the most memorable shows I ever had with that camp. That's great. But um, Rick always worked hard as fuck. And he, he, um, he really put everything into that studio, into the compound. I mean, yeah. it, it did. Yeah, I mean... He he worked so he he put everything into it and it, and like I said it almost killed him but he enjoyed doing it but at the same time it, it almost killed him. <laughs> Such a good dude though. Yeah, my kids came out from Indiana and they were telling me how badass it was and I was like thinking to myself ah Ricky built that place that's why when I had him I had to ask you know because everybody you know all, all the kids coming through there lately are like wow this new studio is so badass now back in our day we had Can Am and Larrabee and. You know, Westlake Audio and a lot of badass rooms we recorded in, but I never did get to see the compound. So I was that's one reason I had asked uh, Ricky a little bit about it. I haven't been down to the compound. So I have a feeling they have. It's a, nice. Like, Poppy Canyon was an awesome room we had for a while at Death Row Records. That was a good room. Track Record was one of our favorite rooms. But um, anyway, I, I had to get. Now, you're a DJ back there. Where, where did you record? Who you, Did you ever talking? do beats with Pooh and the guys? Because, you know, back in the day, Pooh was the guy behind the beats. Wait, you're talking to Mark? You're talking about Mark, right? Yeah, the, the DJ? The, yeah. We oh, all I was like, we're all like, I'm like, you're not a DJ. I just said you were yesterday, but that was only joking. <laughs> <laughs> Your son is definitely more of a DJ than I am. I was like, what's going on? You're a DJ? I didn't know you were a DJ. I know a couple like, raves. No, yes, Mark. Sorry, we're looking. We're t- really talking to me? I'm talking to you. You're not supposed to. That's like the fourth wall. You're breaking the you're, you're talking to our crew during the show you can't do that mark little... get on camera and <laughs> get turn the mic on mark's it's allowed on. to have some fucking camera time mark no no i don't want to do this I'm good. Really I don't want to, this is, I don't now we're going off the rails see now no yeah, one yeah you guys got a good well, show going on i i'll ruin it i'm i'm super stoked that um all we're trying to do is reintroduce the same thing that everybody's already used to you know what i mean it's like they're not it's not like a reinventing the wheel it's like hey Here's some OG. It's really mm-hmm. good. And you're like, oh my God. And people who don't know OG, it's amazing. People who love OG, it's amazing. You know what I mean? So it hits all those notes, which is great. And I think it's like, compared to a lot of other things, this is like, oh, this is a no brainer almost. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you're, you're trying to sell people the same thing that they we know is a winner. You know? Yeah. It's like when I first brought Kush to Amsterdam, I brought Kush and Sour Diesel at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Brought them over and I wrapped them in. Uh, when I put them in, like, like took all took most of the leaves off, and I wrapped them in like one in a white and one in a green, a uh, little twist tie, and then I got to the other side, and they both fell out and were all mixed up and everything. And I was like, I'll figure it out when I grow them out, right? But I never grew them out. I never like I smoked sour and Kush a little bit, but not enough to tell and then when we were growing i was like i don't know so it took me like a whole cycle to figure out like oh wait a minute okay that's that that's this but um every single person that i showed that kush to was like instantly that's all they wanted to smoke you know what i mean and i was like okay this is the and then the guy mike who was one of the people who when i after i put out into the world that i had it he contacted me from la and was like you know, dude, where'd you get that from? You know, and I was like, it's okay. I mean, we 
got our sources in order and he's like, all right, I'm coming out to make sure it's, you know, the real deal. Mm-hmm. And he got out there and he said, he's like, dude, whoever has this wins, I guarantee you. You know what I mean? And it was so true. Like every single, like you really saw like how you brought it into the anything and people were just like, that's it. You know, that's the one right there. So, yeah. and that's the same cut, exactly the same cut. So it's, it's just been renamed and over and over in different places and different, you know, same with like Ghost OG, and that's the same OG. You know, what I mean, they're all the same. And like, so when you get them, I mean, not not now because now there's a million other mm-hmm. S ones and things. But in the beginning, there was it's just like you had the same cut as me. Depends who was growing it better, who didn't go on tour. You know, like, yeah. oh, I went to see this festival. My weed sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like oh, I harvested the day before I left. And then it was, when the power went out, it was fucking, you know, whatever. There's a million, million ways to ruin the weed, right? Um, <laughs> so let's see. Oh, come on. Come, oh. Let's see. We got a, we might have a, we may have a secret guest popping in. We'll see. He just got the. Jason Pinsky. No. <laughs> he's not allowed on. He knows he's not allowed on. <laughs> he, he's Thank not you allowed. very much, Adam Gunn. Here's my shout out to Vinnie Collins, Kids Band Cheapskates from San Diego. Gonna have them on tour soon. Yes, sir. Cheapskates, Vinnie Collins, Kids Band. My shout out. Thank you very much. It was great talking to uh, Ricky and everybody. And uh, see you soon. See you soon, my friend. Yes. Play us out, Willie. Come on, you gotta play yourself out. All right. <laughs> I got the horn now. What is it got automatic like a yeah, yeah it has yeah. A, a a dimmer on it's it. It's like fuck you yeah, and your trumpet you trying to kill people. He's <laughs> <laughs> like you're trying to kill people. Just tell him it was awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> just just make him. We play. heard every note. Everything was perfect. There you go. Every one of those jazz notes. And now we got now we got you on. on. We got you on super super. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Good job, Vinny. <laughs> you nailed it. You nailed it. There we go. There's some more notes for you. How's that? <laughs> Let me take another big hit and blast some more notes. See, the good thing about smoking weed and playing is you feel all the vibrations. See, on the yeah, that you're supposed to go anywhere. You're like, ah. You do. You tune into all the vibrations of the weed and you blow it out and it's vibrating through your horn. You know, you feel all those cannabinoids. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Blowing out through the horn. Vibrating through your horn, bro. Yeah, vibrating. <laughs> Easy does it, Raven. Easy. I just said play yourself out. I didn't say get all, you know, <laughs> metaphysical, <laughs> technical there. But there is something physical about smoking weed and playing the horn, though. Right. Yeah. Especially the last time Dave felt like that, he was on roller skates. <laughs> oh. oh. For someone who didn't want to be on the show, Mark. Oh, God, you know, trumpet players don't get the credit for being weed smokers. Louis Armstrong was a lifetime weed smoker. I think they people kind of give them credit for being weed smokers. Dizzy Gillespie was. I think they're all weed smokers. They call them jazz cigarettes. All the trumpet players—they were almost all. I would think so. I think. I think. I would think more would think they were than that. Yeah. Maynard Ferguson's famous for doing acid and weed. Maynard Ferguson was for real. 
Shoot, John Coltrane did Do you want to know what you're famous for, Willie? Because it's a lot. It's a list. We got a list. <laughs> we got a whole list. <laughs> and trumpet is like 19 on the list. Oh, so yeah, trumpet's in there. We have this good shit. <laughs> this, yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Have a great night. It's great seeing you all. The Adam Dunn Radio Show is the best. Oh. <laughs> Take care, Willie. Thank you. See you, Willie. Thanks, From your buddy. lips to Snoop's checkbook. Let's see. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there he is, our special secret guest. Oh, oh super my secret. <clears throat> What's up? What's up? <laughs> we're just doing a little. We, we, Ricky took off, so we were like, uh, and now Willie's on his way. Well, now Willie's like, who's that? What's oh, going he's on? Old. He can't, he's like, he can't, I can stay he doesn't now. Have to turn it off. <laughs> oh, he can't figure it out. Yeah, right. I got to get going, too. Well, right turn your phone already? sideways. All right, you can go. Well, it's not, cool. Not I got quite it. yet, but yeah, I'm going to hang for 20 minutes. We're only going to be on for another 20 minutes. Anyway. Another 20 minutes? Then I'm going to do ads. Another 20 minutes. 20 minutes, and then I'll do ads. All right, fine. Yeah, 20, maybe four hours. It's one of the two. You never know. Well, wait. What does Mark look like? Does Mark look like he wants to go home? Because if he looks, the like longer he wants we're to go here, home, the more Pinsky gets night. pissed off that he can't come on the show. That's even better. That's so it's, it's it's worth being on just to know he's not on. If you can't smoke <laughs> it and you can't eat it, how are you getting it in your body? Oh, what? Wait, was that the landlady? Who was that? No, that was that was Jane, that was Jane West. So what's going on, AJ? Oh, you just I don't know home? what's going on. Well, we What's were doing on? we were doing a little RBK story before talking about Ricky's brother's Kush with Ricky, finding out about his brother and his mysterious brother. His mysterious brother that none of I've, us have. I've actually, never met Ricky's brother. No, neither, none of us have. None of were us. Were those? Have. Not he said that I've watching. met him, and I haven't met him. Now you've met him, but you don't remember him. I've never met him. <laughs> I when swear I never when met I got him, the dude. cut from him originally, he was like he had to sneak it from his brother. He's like, oh, dude, my brother and me were like, what? And it's like, now he's like, no, it was pretty cool. I'm like, no, dude, you were like scared giving it to me. Like, if he finds out, I gave it to you. <laughs> like, he was all like nervous about it. But then his brother now, apparently, what I was saying to him, which is funny, apparently his brother's getting called by everybody who are going, hey, what's up with that cut, man? You got that cut for me? And he's like, no, man, I don't have it. And they're like, what? You're Ricky's brother. You have to have it. And it's like, no, bro. It's So, yeah, luckily... Through all, I mean, it was definitely not the easiest plant to keep around because it's kind of one of those lanky, cushy things that are just like <laughs> not, you can't just leave them alone. You have to come back and support them and do all sorts of shit. And when you cut them back, they don't double up. They kind of just continue <laughs> going on the same direction. <laughs> oh, who we got now? Uh-oh, get off of here. Turn them off. That's got to be Pinsky. Hey, well, he wait a, a number. <laughs> you, you, Adam, turn him off. You, 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 you told me this, and I've since name. learned. What? Ninety percent of the audience doesn't watch the video. They're listening to it in their grow room, and they have no idea hmm. who the mystery guest oh, is that see, just joined. You haven't said his name. No, can't. He, he'll, he who shall not be named. No. <laughs> Mr. What is the bro going to get asshole. mad or something like that? No. The bro is going to get mad, but no. Oh, that's good. No, he, no, he doesn't care. The bro <laughs> is care. over it. He's so, he's so over it. AJ himself, asshole Joe, the one and only. Whiter than ever, dude. You look like yeah, really. Like Beastie I saw, Boy. Look at that. You're like Beastie I mean, Boyed out on us. Beastie in. Boyed out on us on the last episode. <laughs> like completely gone for it. You're like, fuck it. It's been a rough couple of years. <laughs> For us all, you're uh, West Coast in it, I think, right? Or you? I am for now. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. Um, and we, uh, 
we would yeah we were talking with Ricky, got the lowdown on on his bro. Then we were talking about the road tours and things. But one of the things was I gave uh, so Ricky gave me the RBK, and then I was like, oh, well, we got to strategically place it with the right people. So of course. Uh, New York, you makes more than sense, of course, and you rocked it for a while there too. And it was definitely, from a Cush point of view, I think it's 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 a winner, right? I mean, it's definitely hits all those. My favorite, yeah, hits all those things. You still, um, you still get people. I mean, as far as like, I, I know you were a different spot now, but you still got like fans out there for that strain. People eager for it or. Anybody yeah, I mean, people still people still ask about it. I mean, we just keep it for myself these days, but uh, but people do ask for it. And you do any crosses with it? Keep it for yourself these days. <laughs> he's like, he's like that. Look at shit. Look what at the him. fuck? Give it all. <laughs> That's where you get the A in the asshole Joe from, huh? right? Keep it for yourself. <laughs> I do pretend to just keep it for myself. It's kind of a squirrely plant, so you know. It's uh, it's a personal thing. It is a little squirrely. Well, luckily, the thing is, I, I managed to get it back from uh, a guy that Victor had given it to. And, and, you know, it was like, kind of got the same response from him. It was like, oh, dude, that thing, I got like a like a tiny little one, and it's really slow, and it's really a pain to fucking, like, and it like took him two months to get roots or something ridiculous like that made any sense, and then finally got it to me. Uh and then the same thing, I had to do the same thing for, for Rick, and Rick was just stressing. And I was like, ah. Was he like, stresses really well. Yeah. He, he excels <laughs> sometimes in stressing, and it's probably what, you know, it never helped him with his, his heart, <laughs> that's for sure. But yeah. um, this it, is part of why he, you know, he stresses out till he gets it done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's military. Yeah. We, we didn't get into that with him, but he's, yeah, he's Ricky's a doer, man. Ricky gets it done. Ooh, that's when Ooh. me and him work together. <laughs> that's the Ricky gets it done. He gets it. That's how he stayed with Snoop for so long. Because I mean, to to do that job for so long and to be successful at it. Um, yeah, it's a stress. Took a I lot. Mean, I mean, the thing is, like I was saying earlier, eating. I was saying earlier to people, like you know, everyone's like, "Oh, dude, giving weed to Snoop." I'm like, it's like almost like handing over, like it's like a curse. You're like, ah, oh, now you got it's it. A lot, you got it's a lot it. of pressure. You yeah, got it now, bro. And you're like, what do you mean I got it? You're like, you got it. I'm I'm gone later. You're taking care of Snoop now, and it's like, what do you mean I'm taking care? Yeah, it's all you, man. Because like, I I had I had Snoop Europe. You know what I mean? It was like not like Snoop your hometown. I had Snoop Europe, so I was like. Fuck, I had to like create the team and like get people ready. And oh my God, it was like ridiculous. At some points, I'd be like, I felt like an air traffic controller of weed for Snoop. You know what I mean? I was like, they're coming in, <laughs> lock them in, lock them in, bring it down, down to, yes, okay, the guy, you see the guy, the guy, look at him. No, raise your hand. You know what I mean? I'd like be the guy in between the guys half the time because he, he never stopped moving. You yeah. know, he was always on tour. So. Yeah, you he had come to, be, to New York a couple times a month, uh, right. and you know wanted wanted RBK, and, yep. and I was big, worried. I was worried for everyone that worked for him that like if I, if I didn't have it, that they were going to be in trouble. So I was kind of like bearing the stress that they had. Yeah. And, you uh, to, and no, so you have you I, have I always, to learn to disappoint because it happens, <laughs> and so you'd have to like, oh, that was the sad. If you had the the wrong thing, or you know, just like mm, kind of out of that one. Oh yeah, what? <laughs> So yeah, I did wait till the last second before that one. You to tell them all. Oh, 
Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. they'd get fired for bringing back, like, Jack Herrera or some Ooh, kind of sativa no or Jack, Hayes. Yeah. Exactly, no, no Hayes. I know, I told him, it's like, that bummed me out because I could never do Sage or anything. It was like, you took Sage and people like that. But oh, yeah. it's like, crew, yeah. Snoop, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. No, and you have to learn that. Adam, do we want to give Pinsky the Zoom link? Do we? No, not really. Do we yeah, come on, let, P- let Pinsky on. He's got, he wants to actually wants to tell you something. Oh, really? He's got some NFTs for He's got him. He's he got wants a, to talk to you. NFTs he wants to give <laughs> <laughs> he, he has this an announcement. I, I think we should because he looks so bad that we need to see him. Like, <laughs> I want to see those fucking ham chops new, he has. Yeah, he's got right. a new Wolverine Send him the link. Going. Yeah, that's what we said. Wolverine fat Elvis. Nothing about him is Wolverine. It's Elvis. What the fuck? He's the... We already called him the Fat Elvis of the cannabis community. Though. Fat okay. Elvis Wolverine. Look, it's like a clash. I think. I, I, I think it's possible that he, he and I are the yin and yang. I dropped 70 pounds. He found it. And he just picked it up. And, I mean, that, he I mean he's it. really. I mean, and then he posts photos of himself. I mean, he's a glutton for punishment. He's going to come on right now and we're going to see him. Yeah. So, I'm going to send you a I, video right now. Uh-oh. Of Pinsky from 2014. Oh, Oh, geez, Louise. That's somebody else. What happened? What happened to what? What happened? You got the wide angle on your head, or what's going on? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You got wide angle. I think you got the fisheye head going on. You love it. You love it. You love it. Do you want me to answer it? What happened to AJ? Was that maybe it's AJ? Answer it and then tell them. Here's, we'll hang up on. Doing something. Hang on. Hello. You got to go on the link, bro. Hell, who is who is calling? <laughs> That's AJ. Yo, What's happening? You got to turn your radio down. Is that Rosin Dog? Who's that? Who's no, on the phone? Who just called on Skype? <laughs> no. Got delays. Too much of a delay. All right. Too much delay. Right, good. Done. Whoever no more. Is. No more. Don't Skype. call back on Skype. Yo, yo, yo. We got what's happening? Shrink head and half head. Don't it's hold sorry. your hand there, there like there that. that like, it looks like a big, like a. Oh, I didn't want to say Oh man. Oh god. Wow. There's like there's yeah. a thing called a jawline, and it's not there at all. It's like what, what jawline? What is that? <laughs> I'm just trying to get home. <laughs> God, why would you do that? Did you do that on purpose? So I went to my stylist. My stylist recommended this one. No, you did not. It's a big word. I paid a lot of money for this. L.A. money. He paid L.A. money for that shit. J-Lo. He paid L.A. money. A woman's opinion, please. That's extra. That is definitely extra. No, you know. The thing is, I could look, man, if Adam Gunn could rock a beard like that, then I could rock a beard. Wait, I'm wondering. I could have Did you walk all day? Long, but I my so chops went into a stylist. I, I could pin these up if you need me to to kind of give you the feel like I've got my head similar. Go for the Pinsky. Pin up, pin up you went to a stylist. Did you say, "Listen, style my face to make me look fatter"? <laughs> <laughs> could you make it look extra wide? First, I went it's like Botox I without the uh, without the chemicals. <laughs> I want Botox all around here. Just give it to me. Here's, here's how it happened. First, I went in. Great point. And uh, he's, he looked at my goatee, and he's like, no, 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 no. Like he was like no. embarrassed that I had a goatee. He's like, I need a full beard. So I started growing my beard right before BizCon. 
and this is the thing like i have a strong like goat but like when it comes to my cheek and my neck it's like all jewy you know what i'm saying so like i don't really have like you know yeah basically so it took me like two and a half three months to like grow it in and then i finally went in for the second session once i had like you know just like i was totally unruly and then the dude like literally and there's video of this i I had one guy cutting my hair and the other guy practically sat on my lap facing me with the shears and I would love to see that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you fucked the dude. So you fucked the guy it's while LA, he did. It's LA, you know, it's LA. Hey, Los Angeles. Hey. What did they say? We are marketing geniuses on the Adam Deck Show. Wow. <laughs> No, you know what? I get it, though, because my kid watches the show, and he's going to say, I didn't know you. your friends were in Minecraft. I'll be like, yeah, then they have square heads that look like <laughs> Minecraft now. That's the new thing that my friends this do. This is just the phase one. Eventually, it's going to grow out, like, really big like this, and Bigger. these are going to come out like this, and it's oh, just, you know, I'm all like. Do you have any female <laughs> friends you get opinions from? Bro, I'm practically uh, married. I don't, I, don't care about, I don't care about female opinions anymore, I'm man. just saying... Just she cares. Because. She cares. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am so much better looking than Adam Dunn, dude. All right, even with this bullshit on my face. All right, you guys are just really wow. Wow. Up each other. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, Ooh. come on, man. You guys, Wait, hold on. Both, this, if you guys would both shave it off yeah. right now on right the now, show, on the show. Day, <laughs> you would both be doing yourself a huge service. Look at the and I'm vaccinated. Okay. Oh. This portion of the show is brought to you by <laughs> www.pinskysmybitch.com. Pinskysmybitch.com. Definitely go there. I was told that Rick was very impressed. He was like, you're doing God's work. He told me after. So. And I was like, well, what are you no, I about? should say and- this, man. The RBK is fucking fire, dude. THC design and, you know, actually, like, AJ does it the best, okay? Let's just call it like yeah, it is. But oh. after AJ... You can reach okay, up and tickle his balls design. if you want on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> that was me last around week. The bottom after, after, after AJ's version, <laughs> THC design actually fucking crushed it. And the nose was killer. We were at the 91 Club. Um, and it's and it's doing good. So Ricky's like, you know, finally getting his day, which is great, man. Anyone in L.A. should definitely figure out how to check out. Well, I was going to say, if you can't right sell now. good, uh, you know, a good cushion in L.A., then there's nothing. That's all. That it- yeah, but it's different. There's so many. You know, I mean, that's the problem is there's so much dog shit. And there's so much cush. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, th- this was actually a really good version. You know, it's that's a, a great point. It is. It is. Most makes your hair grow. It makes your hair grow. Shit. I heard it makes your hair grow. So you, you should be <laughs> staying on top of that. Well, it certainly doesn't make you lose weight. We know that. Listen, sorry, you just <laughs> the fridge was invaded last night. Obviously, um, I've been making. I learned how to make bagels. You know, so uh, I got whoa, whoa. Now whoa. you have said way too. What you're growing <laughs> weed now? You're growing weed. It's getting turned. You're making hemp clothes. What are you doing? Tell me what you're doing. Uh, actually, all right, so. You, you, you know whose shirt I'm wearing right now, and it's I your do new have, line of hemp shirts. It's a, no, well, that's coming next, actually. But I do have one of these. Hang on. Uh oh, he's going deep. Wait, you think we're waiting for you and his feed right now? Go ahead. I, I yeah. do it. <laughs> Come back to a that's blank screen now. <laughs> no, he's good for content, man. This is funny. We get it. We get to hear. view. Oh, he's Damn. pulling out his, oh, his collection. Oh, what are you looking at? Oh. Oh, wow. Adam Dunn. 
Oh, oh shit. <laughs> what are you doing? Mm. All right. That fits uh, you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do zip together, actually. If you just take the zippers and you can, like, extend them out to two, you just need four arms. I'm the guy that has to call Put that on right now. I'm the guy that has to call CC and be like, eh, save me all the three X's. <laughs> I know. Right. Are you selling jackets again? I am. They're you back. are? They're back. Really? I really need one. Nice. Wow. Well, yes, you know, my last one was one. like stolen. I don't, zip it up. That's Let me see it zip. Uh oh, look at this. Come on. Ooh. Hang on, I gotta suck it in. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. You know the zipper's gonna be tough. Hold on. <laughs> 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 wore a fresh head. Wow. I don't know, man. You gotta make it click. You gotta make it click, bro. You don't know how to do zippers. Zippers are hard. Oh, God. There it is. There it is. Ooh. Oh, like a sausage now, rolled right up. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Which is that, a 4Xer or a 5Xer? What do we get? Three, bro, three, all right? It's a 3X. Yeah. What's I'm the test on, on that zipper? Quite a shit show going on there. Dang. Yeah. If you think I'm sexy, eh. First of all, you know oh, I'm you sexy, get that, Vinny? right? Yeah. Did you get That's that, That's first Vinny? of all. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> You're such a good face. I feel like... Oh, if I so, saw that beard in public, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's oh, good when you, you can, when you, when, like, this is what happens when you get to that point where you don't give, you don't just give zero fucks. <laughs> when you play way too many video games <laughs> over, like, like, 40 years old. Negative, like, negative fucks. Get high. <laughs> negative negative fucks. That's what you're getting in life, I can tell you. Oh. I think it's spicy. Don't you're going to get a lot of those negative fucks. <laughs> Listen, when, when we become the title sponsor of your show, then, then you know what I mean? Oh, is that? I think AJ said you were going to call me about something, so there we go. I, no, I told you that. It's his dream I know. to have the to show he wants to open own us. up he wants to own us. Yeah. And the the Adam <laughs> Dunn show brought to you by, by Jason Pinsky. Pinsky. I know. It's I all actually, he wants to I planted that dream in his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have AJ to <laughs> Oh, good. Thanks. I fucking finally get the cash out. Good job. <laughs> Well then, if, you know what? When that happens to the bank, we will go because what on a big fucking check you're gonna have to huge. write. Oh. <laughs> huge, <laughs> huge, huge, huge! Like yeah. one yeah. of those giant checks they show on, like you know the monthly the monthly giant check would have to roll in, <laughs> get bigger each month. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we're talking about. Why don't we of... just start the negotiation right now? <laughs> I like it. I like where it's going. Um, okay. Okay. Um, oh. Opening bids. <laughs> opening bids for uh, for the title sponsor of the Dunn Show. Oh yeah, we're yeah. talking I six sure, figures sure or something, right? Like I'm six. not going to say it on the air, but I sure have a number. Uh oh. Oh. <laughs> Let me just tell you. the fact the and fact that he, that's even a possibility is just epic. Dave will Dave will be right? like Dave will be like like okay Peter Luger's. Right, I got to cover all these bases. You got to think. He'll have it all figured out. Oh, when you see the rider on this shit. <laughs> oh. Green oh, M Ms. You, you no, green M Ms. You think curating bong appetite was tough? Uh, Wait till you have to curate the Adam Dunn show. It's tough. It gets real rough. We yeah. need a full compound in Colorado. Oh, you, you need an actual pantry. <laughs> yeah, right. So I may be coming to Colorado. I'm just waiting until the winter's over because it's like you there's know, no winter. It doesn't. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah, it's not really. Actually, we haven't had one. 
We had like two days. Like I've worn my thick hoodie twice now this, this season. It's not twice. me. Yeah, we we kind of yeah, forgot it's about. Pretty mild. It's once was in an air conditioned building. Last couple of days this, were really cold. I got this jacket, Adam. Yes, you can't. And I have nowhere. It. I have nowhere to wear it. Yeah, exactly. March. But I had to have it. Just so you know, I had to have it. I had to. <laughs> well, we we appreciate it. <laughs> So when's this new show Actually, coming out? When's this new show coming out? I see empty studios and ch- mutton shops. That's all I've seen so far. We're gonna uh, we're <laughs> gonna be bringing the Pinsky Triangle to life, and we're and and the entire purpose of the show is to come after you, my friend. I so bet. I bet. Just letting you know. All right. The Pinsky we Triangle. We just had our million views today, so you got to catch up. <laughs> it's oh, it's, like it'll a, take it's NASCAR. Years. It's like NASCAR, bro. You got to go. Uh, it'll, it'll, it'll take me million years. laps ahead. You better hurry up. <laughs> I got a lot this of time to sabotage. Wide. I got a lot. You know, <laughs> haven't actually updated the site in a while either. By the way, Pinsky's my bitch.com. Go there. You know, yeah, Pins- Pins- make sure you go there. has not been updated in a long time. It hasn't. I, I it hasn't. check it every couple months. I know. And I, I have no new content for a long time. I know. You I know, know I'm the number one oh, fan of Pinsky. Don't worry. I have a lot I mean, to download. Changing. I have a lot to download. Don't worry. When people find out it's actually me putting up all those memes, what do you think is going to happen? I know. I know. NFTs. They should all be NFTs by now. They should have. Oh, you should help me. That's actually what should be happening. They should yeah. all be NFTs. Yes. Adam, people do you have an NFT custom NFT yet? No. Uh, uh, oh, you got the one. Look at the monkey d- one of you. The same we one. We are but in I haven't discussions. Put it out yet I don't know what to do with it yet. I'm like waiting for the guy to give me some. Give me some. Like, no, we are in discussions with a, a, a reputable group to have an NFT. Who's leading those discussions? Put you together. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what you you want to take over? No. Get perhaps. the check out. Get the checkbook out, man. No problem. Perhaps. 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 Yeah. perhaps. I'm wondering. The, the, it just with the with the headphones right there. It makes your head look almost square. Come here. Man. I told you, Minecraft. You know? His head is Minecraft. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, put the headphones, put the headphones back. back on, dude. It'll be way better. There you go. That's me working away every night, every oh, every morning. Oh, God. Update. Uh, I, I always forget to push the right button at the end. You know your viewership is going up and up and up and up right now, right? Obviously, right? I got all your love affairs. and, and but there's a lot Yes, of them thank you, J-Lo. They, they didn't actually come out the way they so, yeah. I have to work. I have to work on it. Look at that. Pinsky's My Bitch is up on the YouTube. Yeah. It's wonderful. You guys are savage. Bill Kreutzman. We just got okay. A you know one thing I have to. On one thing I do have to say though, Jason, is I do love when I get um, people who want to join the Adam Dunn show because then I get to the page and then I scroll down and I accept everybody and I get down to the bottom and it says Jason Pinsky March fourteenth two thousand twenty or something like that, right? And I was like, ah, oh, this motherfucker. You let me in once by accident, I think. Didn't I you? No, I yes, didn't. yes, yes, I yes. But did. it's not. It's still no, there. No, we did. It's you, still there. you undid it. Oh yeah, ended it. We we talked about it. We I were on the show. I'm like, you know what? I fucked up. It was right. Me. Yeah, I did. It was when once. you came on the show. I'm like, <laughs> but after but you got still off, says I'm like, the Adam. Date. Still says the date. Yeah, because you undid it. Oh, good. It was before. It that. was like a second of. Oh no! All the work to keep <laughs> you away. 
and I fucked up on it. Uh, no, button. I think you just had like buyer's remorse afterwards. <laughs> it was like, no, no, I can't fucking let that happen. I got, I got to unfriend it again. Yeah, <laughs> I got, I got something really important to tell you. <laughs> so uh, we have it. Yeah, what is it? What's the real important thing you had to? He wants to buy the show. He wants to buy the show for six figures. He said per month. Oh no, seven just, figures. There, there, there's seven. no like specific message. We're just we're just coming in hot, you know. Oh so, oh yeah, the, the chop, ruse. Chopper yeah, yeah. show. What is the show called uh, again? Oh, the switch. triangle and chop sh- choppers. Cho- triangle mutton fat, chops. The fat out El- the fat Elvis hour. <laughs> nice, <laughs> brilliant, uh, really good. I won't didn't see Elvis die taking a shit? Like, oh wasn't, didn't, didn't he die on the oh, toilet? Oh, please Dang. don't foreshadow how you're going to go too. Supposedly. <laughs> supposedly. Huge nugget. Well, they nice. actually made the, the peanut butter sandwich that he's famous for eating was made here in Denver originally. Peanut yeah. butter and banana? Yeah, made it in Denver what? off of Sims, Sims yeah. at this little tiny spot. And it's for real. And, like, they would, like... Elvis would call and be like, I need it. And they would get it to him. Didn't they fly it they to him? Flew it to him? They yeah. flew it from here, from fucking Denver. One, one sandwich. Peanut butter one, pe- <laughs> one peanut butter. <laughs> and I want to, yeah, and it gave him like an impacted colon and he died, right? Pretty much. Isn't that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he died of a drug Speaking of which, look what you have Numb nuts, numb nuts, peanut butter. Oh, shit. I'm off the pain. Of course I want peanut butter. What? I'm off the pain meds. I don't. I don't have any any uh, uh, constipation issues like I once did. Yeah, but three X, man. Come on, Let's bro. Listen, I, I, you know, I, I just went on a cruise, dude. I just came back from Mexico. What do you do on a cruise? You fucking eat. I mean, like, it's really not much to do. Just on a jam cruise. Would you pick up something? a whole X. Now we can't talk about weight, guys. I we can wait shame. He can wait shame. He's allowed. He just lost. I'm allowed to. He's lost 100 pounds. He can do I'm a motivational speaker right now. now no, I can. got more to go. But he's shaming. He's, he's going to so shame. He's, gonna, he's, he's allowed. You know how the saying goes, Dave. Two fat Jews ain't nothing to fuck with, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for, for sure. And they, and they didn't get fucked a lot when they were too fat. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, what's happening over there? <laughs> I, yeah. I just sent Adam that video of you in Amsterdam for 2014. Yeah, uh, I was wondering what oh, Where you were like half a pinsky back then. <laughs> look, at, look how thin he used to be. Oh, oh, wow. This is what he used to look like. I can oh. see it. Well, He's still kind of fat, though, here, too. <laughs> he still looks pretty fat. <laughs> You it can do like, it, Pinsky. Oh, I'm see, telling I, you, I'm try Nutrisystem for oh, yeah. 60 days. No, actually, Weight Watchers is the uh, game. Of, weight Watchers game. Well, I Craig. need to gamify my weight loss. Are we, dude. Are we competing like here? Game. Is this a competition? Martha Stewart. What? I'm Jenny just saying Craig. that it's what no. worked for me. Might work. Jenny for Craig's you. the the leading brand, right? Or is it Weight Watchers? You could save 15 percent with Di- with Geico. You know that? <laughs> what are we doing? Right? Are, we, are we selling shit on the show? What's going on? No, I, I, would, I would I would go I would go full bacon mode. Like only bacon ketosis. Like that's it. I do a full bacon diet. I lose all the weight. There Watch. you go. Let, let us know how that goes. And you I'll, be, I'll be back next week. How about what? I come back next week and uh, we no, can how check about in? No. Next week. <laughs> this is your once every two years. Wait, this no, is no. The one, this is the once a year. Well, you invited me to New Year's. And I was like, You're lucky yeah. AJ let you in, dude. I was not going to let you in. AJ's like, get him in. <laughs> what? Why? Now you can't talk. You see what happened? You know, I had, you know I've had the link. <laughs> That's you know why I wanted it, man. hour. Uh, Why? Let's that. talk about something that happened in uh, the '90s, maybe. It'll get get controversial. 
Oh, oh that is like that. His face went blank there for a second. What, do you mean? <laughs> what happened? I don't know. What happened? Yeah, tell what us. Happened? Tell what us. Happened? Yeah, tell me what happened, buddy. Yeah, did anybody go in the girl room, or how did the whole thing? We got two. Oh, we got two of the players right here, right now. To, it wasn't him. Uh, so, Sam gave it to him. You know how the story goes. We know this happened. Oh, no, Sam's it wasn't it. Sam. It was Brandon Kreitzer. How, dude. Come, oh. how come Sam's never on the show? Everybody gets a trophy. Because dude, I don't want a disaster to happen, dude. That was, where are we gonna do that? No, we'd never want it. That would not work out. I I have a uh, an episode <laughs> of Pinsky in the Brain. With Brandon Kreitzer apologizing to AJ for stealing the sour, giving oh, it to me. Oh, I never me. got to it's see that. It's pretty epic. That's pretty Yeah, epic. yeah. No, no, no. It's in the archive. I'm going to dust it off and, and, and put it out. I'll, I'll loan it to you so you can put it on your show for your million subscribers. Me? You million. We have a million subscribers now? I don't know what he said. <laughs> a million? <laughs> million what, yeah. not subscribers now. There are one million few. Did you get a YouTube plaque? No, it's coming. We're getting a silver. We're going to get one of those little silvered buttons sometime soon. One of the buttons that has What's like a, a tetrahedron button? with Pinsky triangle. Only thirty-five subscribers Thanks. to go. <laughs> thirty-five thousand. Oh, thirty-five thousand. I thought it was thirty-five hundred. No. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All that shit's swag. Those dots. <laughs> All those blue dots and <laughs> they don't crap. Mean shit. If you, you get a blue dot, you're a big douchebag. Is what I think. Oh, did you get a blue dot? Even for you a million a views on a video, you only get like a thousand bucks. You get eighteen. You get like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, I think, yeah. For a million views. Don't spend million. it all in one place. You're like, yeah. imagine being a band. And getting, like, you're like, dude, what we you made get? it, bro. We made it. <laughs> you're like twelve hundred smackaroos. The chat gang said, Pinsky, go ahead and eat the bacon. You won't make it till next Friday show." Yeah, Ooh, <laughs> challenge has been thrown down the gauntlet. That's what they said in the chat room. You got to look on the chat gang on YouTube. I have a high fat diet. What are you talking about? It's like supposed to be seventy five percent fat, right? Five percent carbs, right? What's the rest? <laughs> lies. Lies. <laughs> lies. <laughs> lies. I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating all this bullshit, right? And losing tons of weight. <laughs> oh, falsehoods. Oh. Yeah, AJ, did you really do this on purpose? Did you pull Pinsky on so that it would take all the focus off of you? And you were the mystery guest that came on. And yeah. for a few minutes, nobody knew who you were. They're like, they, he's got an old guy on the show, man. Old. He's old. He might, I don't know, that guy. We got the white hair going. You've always well, it, it, in most people, it, it's been white a long time, but yeah, yeah, since what, I was thirty, you know. So everybody's gonna leave sad today. Why? About their Why? <laughs> <laughs> Just Who said? Who said? Never mind. Just relax. You're bro. losing followers right now, bro. Oh, we do. No, we lose. The minute we, Pinsky got on, we started losing followers like a heartbeat. They just fell off. That's like, not yeah. true. Numbers just fell. Easy 30 fell off right off the bat. Right out of the gate. They're like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Adam said he would never come on. Adam's a liar. I, yeah, they're all hating on me now. I got in trouble for letting Pinsky on after all this time. <laughs> AJ. Hey, in my defense, yeah. I did not send him the link until you said go ahead and send it. Uh, I sent yeah. it. Well, I was being like forced. You noticed, <laughs> dude? Are you kidding? I was hitting up Ricky. I was hitting up AJ. I was hitting up Dave. I was hitting up everyone except you, Don. I'm like, send it to me. Send it. Send it. Send it. <laughs> Just relax, bro. <laughs> yeah. And now look at us. Mm -hmm. Stuck in Pinsky's we triangle. Can't stop making fun of you. Stuck in the triangle. <laughs> it's a, you know, the one Adam Dunn show I watched in the past was when the camera was like up in the corner 
and it was looking down. That was and I looked because I watched it because Mitch kid, told the me kid, he was on a the podcast. The kid's incredible at camera angles. Yeah, yeah. And Pinsky walked in, and I'm all you guys started making fun of him. No, and we would never do that. Was, we would never make fun of Pinsky. It was, it was like I couldn't believe. I'm like, oh my god, when I met him, you know, in the real world. He he came across. He had some fucking chops. I didn't realize he's thick. And then to find, oh man, yeah, no, we just we destroyed him. Of course, it really wasn't this, this destruction. I mean, like you know, it's like going to the dentist. You ever like use like uh, dental floss or the toothpicks, and you like have Every that aw- awkward dental pain, but you fucking love it. You're like, eh, and you just keep like. Is that what you guys are? Gnawing at your gr- yeah. That's, that's how, how that's, that's how, our that's relationship. How I feel about- that's our relationship. That's our relationship. Yeah, it's like gnawing like, pain like dental, of dental pain of, of your dental disease. Yeah, it's like weird it's dental like pain chewing that I enjoy. Sounds like a sounds like a friendship that I want to have. Chewing too. tinfoil. That's like our I love you both. I Pinsky. I tried to get you guys to to mend fences, but Adam just you oh, know you, know. you you give him so much fucking ammunition, Pinsky. You it's well, like every that time I got, think you know what? Well, the problem is that I people got this. people got real like. Like I love doing it. I have no problem doing it. I'll do I it. love, I love, do, I love you doing it Good. more than anyone. I know you do. I know you do. So I'm always happy. But then sometimes you put out shit that's just so ridiculous that I'm like, dude, I like the Brazzers one. It was so dumb. It's like you got a girl squirting whipped cream on your face. I mean, come on, dude. Like, you, what would I not do that? Like, how could I not put a penis there? How could I not put a penis when you have a, a girl squirting? And you're like, ah. Like, you're, you're thinking to yourself while you're doing the photo, like, Adam is going to love this. <laughs> this is gold. So we, we, no, we had some good moments. We had moments. I was just like, this is for me. This is like a present to me. Well, the best you're part handing is that, me a like, I'd put up a post at 3 o'clock in the morning and, like, you know, within 15 minutes it would be memified. Like even in the middle of the night. Oh yeah. So like you know, That's when you're I was winning, really right? firing on all cylinders too. I'd be like, Oh my god! You're like, you must have had your notification. Like it's like I'm right? locking in a target, like an old Russian jet or something. Like beep boop beep boop 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 beep. Your timing was impeccable. I mean, it was it was impressive even for me. You gotta watch out between midnight and three. I'll start. I'll nail it. I'll come because I'm my brain is on fire. I'm really high. I'm thinking about shit. I see something that's like, what? Did he just? There was like there's a couple times like you posted you your kid and i'm like all right i cannot one time i sent you a note i was like there there are lines you can't cross i was like you know god this is really oh i'd be doing the kid a favor i'd be doing the kid a favor by training him early to like not give me these meatballs (laughs) (laughs) don't hand me a meatball i know that picture you just posted is like with my little note on the bottom. He's like, what is he, crazy? He's like, what is he, insane? Putting on- I mean, it's like you want people to make fun of you. Yes. I do. No, 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 no. You, what you don't understand is that when Pinsky goes anywhere, he demands that he be the center of attention, and he will get that at any cost. And Adam has been working in his cannabis network little media thing since little the media. early 90s. He's been rocking his thing before anyone, before any of us, and, and before Pinsky had a thought. <laughs> yes, before thinking, ah, oh, I like that. That's a good and one. It, and, before and it infuriates him yes. that this 
Pensky just walks into a room oh. and demands all the attention this right guy. away. This guy, good it's or bad, he's going to get it no matter what. The camera. And it's infuriating to Adam because Adam Adam's put in the time and the work, and this guy <laughs> is trying to shortcut his way. I think to he the can top. squirt some terps on his face and just wow. like, oh, I invented terps on my face. I'm like, wow, <laughs> really? Did you know? <laughs> It's okay. It's like having Terps a like having a big bro- or little brother, I should say. <laughs> annoying little brother. You're just like, hey, it's not that annoying to me. You know, you're not that annoying. It's okay. No, and no, I'm, I'm talking older. about you. I'm older. talking about you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it's very clear. We know. Sorry, I wasn't. I wasn't exactly sure what you meant. There. Yeah. I know. Just relax, bro. Keep keep working. Just if you if you lose track of what's going on, sort of nod and smile and laugh. That works for me. So just try that, and you'll catch on again oh, real soon. Goodness. Well, we're gonna jump into some sponsors anyway. He's wait. Let's leave. make Pinsky. He's gotta leave. Pinsky can stay and work because you know, that's his job. <laughs> it's like now he's he's here, so he's gonna. Ste- but the problem is he'll steal all of our. No, sponsors. no, no. I'm I'm, I'm gonna let you ob- do he'll, your obligate obligatory sponsorship situation. Yeah, because yeah, all of a sudden we'll be watching his show and it'll be like, dude, it's all of our sponsors. Like, what the fuck is going on now? He's not only did he steal all of our peeps back in the day. We're Unbelievable. Coming. Oh. Well, notice he didn't give the name of the stylist out right now because they would get hate mail. Yeah, you don't or, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep that. I'm gonna keep that to keep to the stylist, us. yeah. Secret. All right, enjoy so the you weekend. Don't give out their name? Um, well, if you if you happen to be in Venice, uh what's the guy's name? Schneidman. Go see Schneidman. Schneidman, yeah. tell him I want a really wide head. Schneidman. <laughs> <laughs> like I want the Pinsky cut. Yo, Schneid. I, want I met the a guy cut. and he's like, it's amazing. His hair is wider than it is. Long. I don't get it. Never was like that. All right, I'm going to abruptly leave to give you the opportunity to talk shit um, okay, after good. I go. You Enjoy. don't have to leave for that. Well, no, I, I, I know, but it, 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 I think it'll work better for the show. I, you need all the help you can get. I know. Oh, oh shit. Oh, oh wow. Wow. that was mean. You just George Costanza. <laughs> you went out on a high note. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Well, it's lovely being here. Yeah. You have anything nice to, to plug, you. AJ? I got, I got to do one more. This, this okay. was wonderful. Such nice. a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> pleasure to meet you, too. Come nuts. Oh. Oh, right. here we go. And What's this one? Numb nuts peanut butter? Two, two of the same, right? No. They're both RBK? No. We are going to talk about medically correct. Oh, don't worry. Though. Just give them my jars, Adam. Oh, yeah. Yours are gone, dude. <laughs> yeah, the, those jars don't exist. <laughs> so you go back, no, you go back down south tonight? Is that what you're I did. I'll go back down. Oh. It's only an hour. I, I, I need hour? a boulder airdrop. I mean, so you're you're the the equidistance as Dave is north, right? Because he's about an hour north. You're about an hour south. Well, and we strategically meet here in Lakewood. Yes, this is a done deal. Mm-hmm. An underground, <laughs> an underground bunker. Yeah, the underground bunker. Different from the last bunker. Yeah, don't yes. give the location away. Not the or, bunker. You know, uh, not the bunker. No. no. Where are you at? Where? Thirty feet deep. Medically correct. I live uh, right uh, <laughs> south of downtown. So downtown. So. AJ, it's not far. It's about. What are you growing? Are you still growing these days, or what? You're prime. Wait, let's have our conversation. Got anything good? 
Uh, yeah, a couple good things. A couple licking beans. A couple new flavors. <laughs> couple, cut a couple beans? things. Couple you flick beans. Are you going to the piff? I everything to myself. <laughs> are you heading out to the piff? Are you heading out to the piff thing? Or are you you're not going to that? I thought about it, but I'm, I don't I don't think so. But uh, but who knows, you know? Isn't it next Sunday? Yeah. What, is it next Sunday? Or... I, th I think of it more in terms of going to visit my mother, but then, you know, maybe be if I'm in New York at that time, I'll go. Oh, pulling something. The yeah. piff cup oh, sounds interesting. I mean, oh, it sounds no, like, uh, sounds <laughs> like a, uh, a definite in interesting thing to run into because, I mean, find, finally get a little bit of a clarity on some of those because there's a lot of, there's there's definitely some, some bogus shit out there too. So I think there'll be some. Well, I, I got a buddy out here who's like the original Piff guy. He he's doing his thing at a fl called Flamingo Farms. I don't know if you're aware of those guys, but that's that's I I have Piff out here, so I don't really nice. uh, think about going to New York to get Piff. Sure, I just wait for it out here. Sure, sure. That's Piff's a good staple, though. And where's that? Where's it. that? Where's Flamingo Farms? Is that out there or that's something yeah, else? out here, out here in Richmond, oh. uh, California. Uh, there's a, a company a called Flamingo Piff? Farms putting out the original Piff. Is that from him, or is that from something you brought in, or? Uh, it's from no, it's from the original Piff dude. You know, oh, the, guy, the guy. He he actually the the original Piff is a is an NL five Hayes seed from Sensi Seed. Sure. And uh, and he's been rocking that same cut since you know 1993. And is that like? And is that and, and he was the guy. He was the guy delivering the. Is that the same yeah, if you ever uptown? want to do a piff show, I'll link you up with him. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, and is that like good. the uptown piff and all oh, Mark's the same excited. thing? Or? That's 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 the Dykeman, yeah. Yeah. He was amassing like houses in Florida and then bringing it to New York. Nice. Yeah, hmm. no, definitely uh I think NL five A's has been renamed like fifteen times by different people and <laughs> become totally but different than the nl5 Hayes we knew in amsterdam like the piff is 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 very is a very specific uh uh, uh variety of nl5 Hayes. and I, I think i've seen one. the piff coast farms people's piff it's yeah, i think they they possibly have something similar or the same cool yeah well we definitely maybe we'll just wait until they do the cup find out who the winner is then interview him and interview the winner and then there's a show there's Look a at that. Biggity baggity boogity. Biggity yeah. baggity boogity. Look at that. Show. Um, cool. And then we'll get you back up here, too. And then you can introduce us to him and we'll see how you're rolling. And then we'll wait, definitely wait, keep let's just go out of order here. Do, what? do you drink coffee, AJ? Oh, yeah. Go out of okay. order. Do I drink yeah. coffee? AJ yeah, is like a coffee fucking maniac. You know that. Let me show, well, you, so, you, let me show you something right oh, now. Oh, good. Then, we, then I'm going to make an Ozo customer. Right right do I drink coffee? Oh, that's Ozo how I customer. Drink coffee. Well, then right. write this down. You ready? It'll change your world. Yeah, if you appreciate go. coffee, you can imagine. How do you know I can't change your world of coffee? <laughs> you you might be able to, but I'm going to change your world right now. Okay, change it. Ozo change Coffee. OzoCoffee.com. Enter Dundeal at checkout, 20% off your order. <laughs> they made relationships with small, you know, small family farms across the globe. They buy the whole lot. It gets shipped to Boulder Green, and they roast it on a 1959 roaster, and it's shipped fresh to you. They'll ship anywhere in the country. It is amazing. Everybody I've turned on to it thanks me for it. 
And do they have do they have an exemption to pass U.S. Customs and bring fresh beans in by 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 plane? They might. That, that, they, I guess that's the way they have to do it. They don't. But you know who does? A company called Devotion, based out of Brooklyn. What do you mean? They do this. This their, is they, their bags. I've their bags don't just their bags don't just come with a roast date. They come with a harvest date that's within ten days of purchase. Go to ozocoffee.com. Yeah, and at checkout, fucker, and try it. And it is. Right, they I'll try are, it. I'll try it. They are shipped green. They absolutely are because they roast it in boulder all coffee is shipped yeah. green the problem is, is that it's shipped by by uh by ship and that it often gets like moldy and bacterial by the time it's roasted Red yeah that's fist. not here Red fist no. get him off shit. get, get yeah. him out of here he's the worst the asshole joe oh he's such Red, an you, asshole. you earned your name today yeah he even, he's got better coffee he's got better better edibles. i like the bros sour better than yours oh man. that's it i, I can't hear you anymore can't hear you anymore can't hear you bro Mark, get him off, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try Ozocoffee.com. There you go. Okay. Check out get the Ozo. subscription. Okay. All right. Okay. What anything any, anything else should be open. to recommend? Well, that's the only thing I could really have shipped to you from our sponsors, unless you were here in Colorado. Yeah. Build a soil oh, or seats here now. Build a soil. You ever, use, you, ever, you ever fuck with Ooh. them? You ever fuck with them? Who? Build a soil. Build a soil? Yeah, uh, no, no, I have not. Take a no. look. Take a look. Buildasoil.com. It's totally unique as far as like, you know, most most of the people you look into their companies and it's like they've got all the brands that you're already used to. You look in here and it's like it's all sourced materials for amendments and IPM products and things. And the guys who do it are super on point as far as they make sure everything, all the inputs are real. It's not some bullshit. It is. I live in the country. Like I make compost can, myself. I like I'm, I'm but built, are, I am, you might I, need I'm so why, why are you trying to convince them? Oh, you got better soil. I got better soil. Better. Build a soil. I got Get him off, Mark. Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> Bye, AJ. It's nice talking to you, buddy. Make your own compost, people. Make your own compost. Fantastic talking to you, buddy. You might need help. Have a good day. You might need a bonus. <laughs> you're not a team you were never a team player were he's you? not he's never he's I'm, I'm a terrible liar he's a take the ball uh, what other products you got though there might be something there's something there's something i can get behind here what is oh, it this is what you can get behind when you move when you move the mouse on your your computer there there's a red button that comes up it says leave Dave, damn, damn. Real. Dave, getting real. Well, he's fucking up the spot. Come on, AJ, help us <laughs> oh, out yeah. here. Oh, oh. Give you us know, a throw some bone. Say, build a soil. You, I love those guys. I bet you I heard that's about some them. fine soil. You there don't you have go. to say you oh. fucking love them, but you don't got to go. Oh, by the way, my soil's better, and you should all fucking compost. It's because and, of the coffee. And my coffee's <laughs> better. Well, the coffee. Who else do we have? Uh, you, you have better lights, right? Illuminar. Oh, yeah. Illuminar. You have better oh, lights. Oh, he's going to have better lights. You have better lights. seeds he's than seeds here now. Look at he's like, AJ lights coming out soon from Lux. You got Lux lights? You do it a Lux deal? You make a Lux deal? 
Monsanto? No, 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 no. I'll say anything nice about the lights you want me to. Oh, good. <laughs> Can so, I get one? Ooh, now he's straight hey, to we're, the top. We're doing too much jumping oh, around. Oh, my God. You're uh, a are we going back to the beginning? Let's right, go, we'll go back to the Medically g- correct. Medically yeah. correct. Jumping around from Mark. Mark got all nervous. I don't like this jumping Mark around. Can't this. I can't see the right. Zoom thing, so I well, don't know. Okay, we're on medically correct, so there. You I'm your eyes for AJ you, buddy. Likes, Nove has, chocolates. Yeah, good chocolates. Nove Nove <laughs> chocolates, no Those are gummies. delicious. They Those are, so are good. delicious. Thank you. Oh, he's Fuck learning. He's you learning. sound even worse doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Incredibles edibles. <laughs> True pure. I, 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 I love the Incredibles edibles guys. <laughs> they are great. Those guys you know. Those Pure and pies. Those so guys are good. fire. They've been Pure with us for a lot forever. Yeah. Shout out to Bob and the whole crew. Yeah. Putting man. it down with the best in, best edibles here in Colorado and now multi-state moving all over the place so keep an eye out for them um you know you got the real deal with incredibles and yeah you have better edibles too no of course no no i love it incredibles they're the best now here if you're here if you're actually here in colorado (laughs) and you have a medical card and you want to check out green farms in colorado springs get a done deal there with those guys they have also amazing products um all organic five-year living soil Yes, AJ, they make their own compost. Yes, they make their own ferments, AJ. Yes, they do all in-house stuff. And they get 95% of their products from Build a Soil in the very beginning when they started. So they could do it. You could do it. Anybody can do it. In your little apartment or in your big farm, you could even contact them, even if you're AJ. Even if you're AJ, who's I've, got everything in the world, you might use. look and go, oh, my God, they've got stuff I've never even heard of. Like, and I'm down. Yeah, and but good like, stuff. Good shit. Simple stuff. Um, but anyway, these guys have it all there, too, in fi- final product form. And you can get the double-done deal there where you can pick up Incredibles products at a discount. And Canyon there, too. And Canyon. Ooh. So two of our sponsors. Yeah. So pick up the double-done deal. And speaking <laughs> of Canyon, deal. speaking of Canyon... There, oh, this is your chance. Candy. This is your oh. chance. Oh, oh. It's my favorite. It's your favorite point. <laughs> Suck it. Flick it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, flick let's it. Talk There's about flick it. it now? Let's talk about it. So we're already flicking. Oh, we straight no. to flick it. It says lick it. Sorry. 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 Uh, I feel like all of Canyon's products are delicious. They actually taste so great. They hit yeah. you really fast. They do. <laughs> as, we- as seen on, on the air. Only, oh I, yeah! I ate like well, yeah, fifty milligrams, you, and I got super high because I forgot I ate them. And I was like, "Oh, you know, when you forget you eat stuff, you get really high." And you, I was well, like, no, it's you told the story <laughs> about it while you were forgetting you were on it, which made it even funnier. That was the best because part. Mark yeah, and I were like, "Wait a minute, does he realize yeah. he ate the the and, the and capsule like, before?" Oh, and he's and telling the story about and starting to slur and get all <laughs> weird. Yeah, yeah, no. It was crazy how powerful that was because it was yeah. 50 milligrams doesn't really do much. I know. Yeah. For me. So something's up. Mm-hmm. Yep. They got some alien technology going on in there. They got the oh, good stuff in there. Anyway. Look at that. I and got one left. Coffee. Oh, I got one left. I'm saving it for a rainy and his day. weird drug coffee. baggie. <laughs> what is he doing <laughs> over there? What was that dirty drug baggie he pulled out? Because he probably had to suck it. He didn't want to carry around I had to pack my fucking life in 30 minutes. Okay. Last week, I was throwing right. shit in everything. Okay, you get a pass. Yeah, you know yeah. what? I re- I learned ammo cans work great for just about anything. <laughs> okay, you could just throw shit in there, and they have a handle, and you can run out with them. Nice. Canyonthc.com. <laughs> Canyon THC Incredibles. I, I, 
incredible edibles. Well, they can't even say that about them because it's too close to Incredibles. They're, they're, they're they cannot say Incredibles. Is on point. Like, Award-winning cannabis-infused products for everyday enjoyment. Yeah. I mean, they, they really, they make amazing edibles. So you give them a try if you're in Colorado and in California now. Yes, they're sir. out in Cali. Yep. Green bros. Green bros. Okay, AJ. Oh, you have chance. a better trimmer? This is your chance. <laughs> You're building yourself awesome in your back are. fucking yard? I can trim faster than these machines. <laughs> better with my bare hands. I don't need nothing. I got a donkey. What's your deal? Tell me what's your deal. <laughs> I don't need your stinking stainless steel. Awesome. Yeah, Edward Scissor Hands works for you. What is it? I love, you know. I got AJ's. I don't even trim weed. No. I got fucking Pinsky's Barber. Ready to work. <laughs> it's going to trim all my weed from now on. It's going to be really good. All my weed is going to look wider and fatter. You make everybody fatter. How do you do that? I think oh, yeah. you guys should both shave. You know, It's oh. been long enough that you've had this beard. I could shave. I, I could shave, shave again. I could shave again. I, I, need a, I maybe need a little cause. I was supposed to do it last summer. I was all ready. And then I said, no, oh, fuck it. And gave up. It's so wider then. than it is longer. Have you noticed that? It's out, really out here. You know, it. it yeah, whatever. It, yeah. It's just relax, bro. It's okay. It's okay. It's not actually wider. I'm trying to figure out a way to describe it without being politically incorrect. Oh, cool. you can do that. You can you can be it's very it's squared. Beard. It's square. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll let you say it. Stoner mode. I'm, I'm trying to get all squared out. Perfect. I'm like lying to everything. It's Dude, not the best I, look I, for like, sneaking weed on the plane. It is. It's <laughs> sneaking anything on the plane. I definitely know. I've passed that point. For on a plane. Just yeah. just that. Just yeah. being on a plane looking like that. I don't think, yeah. They, I'm, I'm not really planning on going anywhere for a while, so we're good. <laughs> we are good. No, I'm definitely, uh, I've been letting it roll for a while. I've been like, maybe I should probably go and do something about but this. Do, and then do something Mark, special, you know? Do yeah. something special, you know? Like, like, don't just shave it off. Like, make oh. a big deal out of it. Make a huge deal? All right. <laughs> definitely oh. don't run it through a Green Bros trimmer. It's inside baseball. I could. That would be that actually, actually pretty dope. Yeah, oh, that'd be really that'd be cool, that would be dope. Maybe I should talk to them and say, oh, hey, God. can I <laughs> run my beard through your trimmer and see what will happen? And it probably will be really bad and painful and rip Man's rip, face rip, ripped rip off. off yeah. face. <laughs> or maybe we could rebrand some shavers and they have, like, the Adam Dunn Show logo. We could put it in that popcorn popper thing. I could get all the bearded growers out there to, to uh, you know, change your ways. The Adam Dunn yeah, Show now brought to you by Jim. I can I can thank oh. AJ for it at the end. I'd be like, you know what? I have to thank AJ. No, you don't. Babyface AJ. Greenbrowswithaz.com. Show me, me the way. Of Greenbros.com. Five percent off if you enter done deal at checkout. Their equipment is in the many thousands of dollars, so from sixty-five hundred for a uh, a really good Ta high-end table trimmer, uh -huh. but fifty, sixty, eighty thousand for some of their really big commercial items that uh, you just that saved five do a hell of a job. Boom! There you go. Send five percent off. Show. Look Send how much money you're saving, AJ. Ooh. Apothecary Farms. I've got one in the yard. You do not. <laughs> I do. Yeah, in, nice. the yard. Okay. <laughs> in the yard. Just big pen. <laughs> I've got a Green Brothers trimmer. It's been in the yard for like three years. Well, but uh, it worked very well when I used it. Oh, nice. I just haven't had a reason to use it. <laughs> Apothecary Farms. Allegedly. Farm. Allegedly.
Mm-hmm. Yep. I, like that. I would good. break it out to trim Adam Dunn's beard. If so, if you if, if you want, so I'll some rusty, my, some I'll donate. So you have a rusty I'll donate old, mine to that. He has a rusty old uh, green bros. I just every time you guys are talking about your facial hair, I keep thinking about the place I get waxed at. It's called the Screaming Peach. <laughs> I don't know. Screaming <laughs> Peach. Oh, Razadog. Razadog. Screaming Peach. Razadog just <laughs> fell out of his chair. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, hold on. So you were thinking about they, us going there? Yeah, I don't know how they would react to your guys' faces. I'd be like, I want it all pour out of my face. I don't want to use a razor. Or be we're closed. About it or we're it. closed. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Apothecary Farms. If you're in Colorado or yeah, Oklahoma. Wait, you don't want to go back to the Screaming Peach? <laughs> Mark, you get it. Come on, Mark. They are Last a concentrate-focused dispensary. You can get uh, med and rec here in Colorado. Did you go to um, Oklahoma, AJ? You must have been out there. No, I've never been to Oklahoma. You didn't go Smart check it man. out. I figured you would have gone there and seen the chaos out there. It's nuts. I, I hear about it, but no, I haven't actually well, seen it. Well, if you go out there, they got ambrosia. At Apothecary <laughs> Farms. <laughs> I, I gave you the opening, dude. I was passing you the ball. See, man. Like, See how I did that? Yeah. And uh, if you go here in Colorado, we have the done deal. You can go check out a $25 gram of uh, ambrosia and an infused joint with the done deal. Yes. Uh, Pueblo, Colorado Springs, Denver. And six locations in Oklahoma. Is it? Th- I think it's three, dude. Got three, the purple punch. Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and Durant. Ooh. And uh, bug them about the done deal out in Oklahoma if you're you're out there. No, we can't. Don't bug them about it, but do say you heard about it on the show. Definitely bug them about it. No, they have 7,000 license holders out there, man. You know how difficult the competition is out there, man? Sure. (laughs) It's ridiculous. That's the thing is they uh, do provide affordable concentrates with great quality. Look at you, dude. Look at you. Well, that's why I've shopped there for so long. Anyways. <clears throat> and numb nuts. Oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> hey, shout out to the numb nuts guys. Just they, they, they brought me a JS. Ready? They brought me a COVID test that I could use at home. So take another dab. I know you had a few left in your ten pack. Um, but numb nuts CBD peanut butter, numb nuts THC peanut butter, and numb nuts just straight up peanut butter. It is amazing quality peanut butter. I, thousand milligrams, I fin- AJ. Nice little tub. I ate half the thing. <laughs> a little sitting in a half or something like that. <laughs> You're good to go. No, AJ grinds his own nuts. Into oh, AJ's it, nuts are way better. It, my nuts are so much better. better. AJ's nuts. Oh, Not, my nuts. I like Skippy. Tell us yeah. about your nuts, I like AJ. Skippy. I like peanut well, butter with a lot of all. salt and sugar. That says it uh, all. A lot of salt and sugar like, uh, and some trans fats. Give me some extra trans fats yeah, in there. I actually don't even like peanut butter. I just like salt and sugar. Yeah, you just want so. the peanut butter flavor. <laughs> Give me the Great. flavor, please. I would like the flavor. I don't want the real. Hey, Barney. I'll be home soon. Give me that peanut flavor oh. and some sugar water, and I'll be good to go. Oh my Numbnutsco.com. <laughs> Enter Dundeal at checkout, and you're going to get 20% off your peanut butter order. Um, if you are a medical patient, you can find their thousand milligrams at uh, dispensaries in Colorado. You can go to their website, there's a little finder, and uh, you can find out where they're located. Thank you guys. Numbnuts. It's Dundeal. Oh, shit. 14ers. Good old 14ers went oh, there today. J-Lo knows 14ers. J-Lo knows. She's My got mushrooms some gold. are kicking in right now. 
She picked up some golden glue. It's pretty. Tastes nice. And uh, these guys, uh, well, you know, Dave Spawn is uh, in charge of the place, so this must be must be good. Dave right? Spawn, he's not in charge. He's <laughs> one of the two growers there. All right, he's one of They're the all two. a family team. He's not many. One of the two. They have pride in what they do. The, with the exception of this video right here, because when we see these, <laughs> no, don't show them that jumping around. <laughs> Actually, they don't have them anymore on this one. This is take it up. I can, I'm I'm 30 seconds behind up. you, so mm-hmm. I haven't seen the that. rosin is amazing. Oh, they use apothecary the to process to make BHO. They have vapor pods, uh, edibles, and the flower is on point right now. Really on point. Uh, the shamash was amazing. Try some of their. Uh, they have, I don't know what they're calling them, um, designer strains. So they're only going to be around for one harvest, and then they're not coming back again. So check out their website. Go to 14erboulder.com. While you don't get a discount, you uh, you will get some uh, lighters and papers nice. and little things if you just mentioned you heard about it on the Adam Dunn Show. Kosher cuts. Abe Spawn. That's one of the classes. <laughs> That's a big item around here. And... Yeah, I can't see what's next. Fish head farm. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm sure AJ has his own fucking tank of fish. Oh, how many tilapia you squeeze all the shit out of them and get better shit than our right? shit? You got yeah. better shit than us or what? Better fish shit? What do you got? Uh, it's out in the I front have, yard. <laughs> you have, uh, I haven't salmon. had a fish tank since I was a rich drug dealer in New York City. <laughs> then you had, your, then you had the, the access to the real deal, but... In the it meantime, was a prerequisite back then. In the meantime, if you need fish shit, you go to uh, fishshit.com, right? And uh, check them out. And tell them you want the done deal, and they will uh, hook you up. But you got the – it's such a simple product. You just put like two mil, two to three mil per gallon, and you run it all the way through. And it um, pumps up your terps. It's totally organic. Pumps yeah. up the terps. Pumps is, it the gu- terps. is it guppy shit? What kind of fish are they? <laughs> it's tilapia. <laughs> The ugliest, Tilapia. Yeah, okay, the one, yeah. so you don't feel bad. So, it happens. <laughs> it's, the one, it's the one fish you can't feel bad about. You're like, oh, uh, you'd be eaten in some horrible restaurant, but instead you just hang out and poop. And we take your poop, and they get treated. It's not like it's Barramundi or something like that. No, you're not. Quite really. a shit show going on there, but, uh, you know. It, it is a shit show. It's a very profitable shit show for our buddy over there, and they're killing it, and everybody who we've given it to, has always ranted and raved, so we've never had any. And also, if you have like just normal vegetables and stuff, you that's where you really see the difference. And you're like, oh my god! Dude. Hey, and we're giving away a free leader if somebody would make a uh, depiction of Pinsky as a fish in a diaper. Ooh, Pinsky's fish in a diaper. Ooh, yes. If you, have, if you have Pinsky a, fish in diaper, I'd suggest you turn the paper sideways. Shit happens, right? Give yourself lots of room. <laughs> Give yourself lots of room to Wait, work that, that out. Big I, white I, head. I'd actually like to. I'd like to enter something into that contest. Do that. Do that. Do that. Yeah, uh, please. Can we have a Pinsky yeah. cartoon drawing contest? It doesn't even have to be a fish, really. I think <laughs> It could be anything, I guess, at that point, right? But but fish would help because then we can get these guys to yeah, sponsor. We, yeah. And uh, okay, yeah, yeah. We don't want to give anything. We don't want to okay. pay towards Pinsky. Pi- <laughs> Dave's trying to get his picture off of the the fish shit stuff here. Yeah, exactly. I like my photo. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I do too. Look at the big picture. It was drawn by a teenager. Are you kidding me? It's the best. It's by the time team. that teenager will be like you know out of the house or something soon and. Looking back, it'll be like you know, proudest moment of my t- my life. <laughs> I was getting on the animal show. My, they yeah, won five liters for that photo. By five, five hundred bucks. That's crazy. 
This shit's expensive. That shit is expensive. You hear what I said? Fishheadfarms.com. Shitty. <laughs> All right. Next. We Enter Dundee at checkout. Oh, oh do you? 25% off right. your order. Do you know about these, AJ? Terp wipes. Dude, you ever heard of them? Terp wipes. Oh, shit. <laughs> you got terps? You, you smoke dabs? Know. Do you do dabs? I think you're a dab, right? Do I? Do I? Do I? Yeah. Yeah, Lots I'm sure. Dabs, right? And you have your stuff's all covered in goop, right? Everywhere. Like, <laughs> so what? You got so goop, what on, I, you got goop just, on everything? Like you're like, ah, oh, goop on everything. Do you have that situation in your life? No, because I use rubbing alcohol. Oh, <laughs> what, this is ethyl no, what, alcohol. What is the active ingredient in turp wipes? Ethyl, ethyl alcohol. Ethyl alcohol. Oh, ethyl alcohol. Okay. Mm. And it's four and that, times and thicker than your. They're bigger and thicker and and better. Alcohol wipe. And they're just a little bit purpose made. And the thing is that that. Ethyl alcohol doesn't dry all your shit out, you know, make it all swaggy. So, okay. Yeah. And you can get a Four subscription. Four times the size. You get a subscription, this. and then they just come to your house. And the thing is, weirdly enough, you're always on the last one. And they're like, oh, here they come. And you're like, they nailed it again. Of course, you slow down and speed up knowing when you have a lot. You just go nuts. And, but a lot of stuff, like, I mean, I have goops and glops of resin on everything. Like, where I sit is always just got to be cleaned anyway. So it's like they work great. So I love Turp Wipes 100%. So check them out. What's your deal? What's it, Dave? Oh, you got to go to turpwipes.com slash done deal because yeah, right. it won't work in the coupon code. You got to go to the link. They don't have a promo code. <laughs> no, no promo code, man. You do no. $1 million. <laughs> you yeah, have to exactly nail it. Sounds like a marriage saver. Just get on, especially for you. Just get on the subscription. That's the way to do it. That is what. Yeah, it's illuminarlighting.com. AJ is better lights. AJ loves the. Oh, he said he already said he loves. Oh, that's right. He he loves lights lights, though because he just wants free ones. (laughs) Lights are lights. Lights are lights. All right. No, you're not getting nothing free now. You have to. You had to like at least tickle the balls on that one. You had to be like, oh, Illuminar heard of them. They sound really cool. I should try, probably get one of those. That would have been good. Good that approach. Been <laughs> that would have been a good approach. <laughs> but lights or lights is a terrible. <laughs> I just want to sell you. It's I more gear that's in the front. <laughs> I just want to sell you Lux at that point. I'll be like, I got some Lux. They're really dope. Lux. Hawthorne. Man, that group. is amazing. You don't want those. No, you want the Illuminar. <laughs> they have the iLogic uh, 6, 8, and 9s. So the 8 and 9s are both far red. And I think they actually, no, they're all far red. It's just different sizes. Yeah. But they, uh, the coverage is a little bit different. So one's more like a 1,000 watt, which is the IL9. So you can get like a 5.5 foot by 5.5 classic area that you would with a 1,000 watt. The other one's a little bit smaller, like 4.5 foot. Or so. so that's perfect over like I have them over three foot. I have them like over a three by three bed. Perfect. It's exactly what you need. Um, but they also have all other lights, whether it's for uh, seedlings, if you want double ended, you want some need some heat. That's the other problem too. A lot of times now everybody goes LED, and I'm kind of like, well, fuck. If you can grow old school and still have that heat and kind of where we used to be, well, like some places where you needed that. That's how it was built. And now all of a sudden you're like, so you want me to put a heater in the room mm-hmm. with the savings that I have from the thing? I'm going to, what kind of heat am I supposed to put in there? You're like, electric? That's fucking dumb. Then you put a big dumbass electric heater in the room just to keep the room warm when you could have had the heater, you know, from the, because you had could have all these little heaters hanging up in the ceiling and diverted the heat. So this, and they're cheap as fuck. So I would check them out for all that because that's like, well, you can still do it do it because mm-hmm. 10 years from now they're going to be like 
you can't grow with those lights, dude. You're gonna have it's like, like it's like trying to find a regular bulb now. It's almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think right. the best weed yeah. came from so, magnetic ballasts. Oh. Like the stripey, stripey photo ones when you try to take a the photo old, of you. The like, old heavy, the old heavy white ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they were the. I mean, in a way, it's kind of like the warmth of uh, uh, of a sound of of an old school. Or like if you have a passive speaker that hooks up to an amp and it's kind of got to all, go through all those things and tubes and wires and then it finally still has a different sound. And then you got the ones that are like a tiny little thing, goes louder than the original thing does, but it's not very nice. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, eh. and you can pick up on that pretty fast. And I think it's kind of like that with the lights too. Like the old school lights were super red and super far red already. Then they got more and more mixed and then they got all full spectrum and then they went to the LEDs and then LEDs kind of went all separate right out of the gate with the blues and the reds and trying to be all like like scientific but at the same time no no oomph to them so everybody got scared that shit wasn't working so they made them all full spectrum then the full spectrums are good but they're still got a lot of heat and a lot of weight and kind of, mm-hmm. you know what I mean and then they, they took a long time now you got like those foes which are super expensive but they don't even like their failure rate super high. These guys have a super low failure rate, good service, which is what you want. Their their shit's on point. They got all the controllers. You can do like one controller runs 120 lights. It's this big. You're like, okay, that's easy enough. Set it all up. No internet bullshit. You don't have to worry about that kind because that's the worst part. Is a lot of them are everything's like wants to be on the internet, and then you're like, they have that too. But if you you better have a good internet because otherwise you come in and all the shit's all oh. blasting instead of like never goes low. It always goes too much. <laughs> it goes <laughs> full on, you know, or so you're like, what is going on? No, so I go for the old school, just simple plug and play. Mm-hmm. 15% and, off if you enter done deal at checkout. 15% off. And if you go once a month and check us out, last show of the month, we give away a light. So it's always worth checking in. Go to the done. Uh, send a quick note to uh, done deal at adamdunshow.com. Tell us what you want to light, and uh, you might be able include to your phone number. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Don't forget that. And you gotta the check word out the word of the words month. Of the month. Oh, that's the hard part. <laughs> yeah. But just look on this. Well, no, Mike Rowe will tell them. They oh, just Mike Rowe. The Pushing past par. Just ask Mike Rowe. Yeah. Call Mike Rowe first. Get the word. That's funny how I thought there wasn't one a word of the month, and there was one. Pushing <laughs> you of well, all because people. normally we get the little uh, Instagram alerts us and says you've just been tagged in an Illuminar thing. I didn't see that this month or last month. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Illuminarlighting.com. Fifteen oh, percent off and seeds here now. Seeds here now. Oh, you have better seeds, AJ. It's oh, got more breeders. He knows more breeders. Got better connections. Doesn't need. Don't need no stinking seed. Anything. What? He's AJ. <laughs> but if you want to go to shnauctions.com, he loves it. He loves it. You could check out the active auctions there. You can see all the different breeders. James Bean's vault strains. And all, yeah, the vault's really cool. All the strains in there have been uh, are now releasable, meaning that all the stuff is set in the vault long enough to test to make sure that stuff didn't need to be replaced so that means now it's available and that's pretty cool because a lot of those are never to be seen again so you can look through the whole list and find some stuff that's pretty stellar and uh, make a bid because it's an auction so it makes it super dope 
check him out. And uh, James, where the hell are you? He was in Mexico during for New Year's, right? So we didn't even try because that would have never worked. Uh, but uh, hopefully I'll have him pop in some show and uh, give us an update. James Bean, man on the scene. Everybody stand back. Don't panic. It's organic. <laughs> and <laughs> that's it. That's it. You made it. You made it, oh AJ. Oh, my gosh. That. I made it. <laughs> you made it, bro. Dun, 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 dun. You're there. So where can people um, not know anything about you? Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. Let's see. There you go. That was it. Done. Now, is there? A, are you got any, anything uh, public projects at all, or is everything just still in the? Ages I got now. stuff, you know. You I know, know. I got I got stuff, you know. I'm working on, but stuff. nothing really to uh, really scream about or announce yet. Okay. Do you have a copy of Cheap Skates? Cheap Skates? Yeah, their Ooh. album. Comes no. San Diego band. No. Hottest new band, bro. Yeah, it is it's like the Nirvana. Yeah. Like, you know how Nirvana. Oh, you have you, a better you, band. You got a better band. Oh, you got a better band. <laughs> tell us about your band. Tell us. Tell us your hottest I, hottest music right yeah. now. Got something. My favorite new band is this band called oh, Movie Trill. <laughs> so check them out. What are they called? Wait, wait, wait. What was it called? Vinny killed it. He didn't Bikini, watch it. Bikini Trill. Bikini Trill. Mm. Yeah, that's right. my new favorite band. That was an update. There you go. AJ Nugget. That nice. was a Nugget. Okay, so yeah. yeah, I'd tell you to follow my Instagram, but I haven't posted anything in a year yeah. and a half, so don't bother. And uh, <laughs> you know, sounds about right. Shout out to Screaming Peach. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> Nice. Ugh. All right. Well, I'm glad you could uh, join us for the to assault us with with uh, Pinsky. That was uh, that was mighty kind anytime, of you. Anytime. I really yeah. hope to pit you guys against each other Sabotage. in the near future I know. when you guys fight for the title of Cannabis Media King. Oh, I know. He's, wait, he's, wait, he's what's going to happen? He's really? The one I, he, he's really? The one, he's been an awarded. Pinsky multiple. got an award for being the cannabis. King of media, like so, yeah, like twice. Technically, uh, so, so and hard. and he's coming for Adam Dunn. So I just want to see you like know a good there, fight like, and yeah. see uh, you know oh, these yeah. guys duke it out. But he can have it. It's we told him where the <laughs> price tag is, man. Just oh, yeah. come with a checkbook. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I don't think. Uh, he, he, I think even if he bought the show, he'd still want to have a little bit of a fight. Right. Of course he would. He fucking loved. You think it was a fight? It wasn't a fight. He sent me a thank you, thank you, thank you text. He okay? loves it. He you loves kidding it. me? This He's. You know who he is? I can describe him to you. He is the guy in Pulp Fiction that gets out of the box <laughs> downstairs wearing the mask. You know, there's a little, the there's a little bit the of Tony Clifton in, the, in in there as well. Mm-hmm. Tony Clifton. Oh, now you're dating yourself. Nobody knows who that is. <laughs> You, you know, know who Tony Clifton is, J-Lo? No, I knew that was coming. I knew you were going to talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like the kid. She's like the, the female kid. <laughs> Tell me who Clifton is. You guys can't say that, then not say it. <laughs> uh, he, he was, uh, what was it? It was um, uh, Andy's alter ego, right? It was... Uh, you know, uh, uh, Andy Kaufman? Andy Kaufman oh, okay. had an okay. alter Thank ego. You. He would dress Thank up you. as Tony Clifton, and he would play all around as him and if you called him andy he would yell at you and say he was was tony yeah he was really (laughs) in character hard 
Wow. Yeah. He was really a horrible person when he was in the Yes, space, yes. So. Pinsky was the gimp, Cheddar Bob. That's what I was trying to say. The word didn't come to me. The gimp. But yes, Pinsky was the Pinsky's gimp. I have I actually have that photo. Do you want that? Let me yes. see. Oh, let's see, where is that one? I can send that. See, just say Mark like, is the like, words oh my God, they're like, going to tangent again, and I'm going to be here for another <laughs> fucking hour. No, I, can, I, can, I can be pretty fast. I think that one actually. That one, can, this is cool. I'm excited. <laughs> Today's fuck up's already been penciled in. Yeah. How about some Jane West drops, Vinny, while we're waiting? Oh, yeah. We had, we, oh, see, so every week, awesome. um, Vinny pulls a bunch of uh, things off of. Uh, the show, the previous show. So we have, and we, since we had a 12-hour show, we had lots of lots of lots of new drops. <laughs> and if you listen to the show, you should actually go back, AJ. And I know it's we're gonna have some broken up bits, but it's a couple good ones in there. You okay. should all be putting it on our butt. Kind of hard to hear. I don't think AJ heard that. You might want to play that again, Vinny. You okay. should all be putting it on our butt. We should all be putting it up our butt, right? So that was a good <laughs> drop. Um, you have so to be willing to put them at least three inches up. <laughs> at least three inches. I at forgot three about inches the three inches. Up. I can speak of people who are making different types of suppositories. The company I think is going to be called Bottoms Up. <laughs> if you can't smoke it and you can't eat it, how are you getting it in your body? So take me out today. <laughs> okay, Ooh, I sent you on your face of base. You can post okay. that picture. So, just like, like that. What am I supposed to do? Hi. We can follow. We can. We can. We can. We can close out with that one on the end there. So, or yeah, there you go. Oh, you said gimp, right? <laughs> you said gimp. All right. Who's okay, hold on. Here's the best uh, one from Tommy. That shows you the power of cannabis. You can get high enough that you would fuck Woody out. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That oh was a good God. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there you go. Did you know we had Cheech and Chong on last week, oh AJ? I, I saw that. I saw that. How'd it go? It went, it went great. Well, you saw it. How did you think it went? I saw the advertisement for it. <laughs> oh, I didn't actually see, see it. I didn't see the show. Yeah, there's Pansky. Yeah, they're the greatest. There's, there's, well, uh, yeah, you like that? Wow, yeah. that is. <laughs> it took me a little work. I had to work on that. That was, oh, my, that was back in my oh, beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can see it For more oh. of these, you can see at uh, pinskysmybitch.com one more time. We don't want to forget that. Definitely. Check it out. I will have to actually. We should be it. selling those ball gags. <laughs> we can make some that should be an NFT right there too, right? That'd be perfect. Yep. Someone will buy that. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's yep. a good one. That's like, yeah, there you go. He'd be so happy. <laughs> so yeah, we need to work on that. Um, shout out to uh, the chat gang, of course. And, oh, well, uh, wait, before we finish, who? come on. What? Who? what? Let's what? not forget that who? we sit here benefiting from, from legal cannabis, <laughs> and there are still people in jail right now suffering. So the Last Prisoner Project is one of many trying to get them all released. If you're a voting age, you need to be voting for complete expungement of records and, yes, the removal of criminalizing a plant nationwide. There we go. 
every week. You gotta say something about it. And this is um, Cheapskates that you're hearing, AJ. It's licensed for the show. We're (laughs) We're allowed to play. Is it playing on a cell phone? No. No. Is it is it playing through a tin can on yeah. a cell phone with wow. a sock over it? Oh. Holy shit. You don't there want you anybody to go, man, that guy, AJ, he was a nice guy. You just want him to go, what an ass. Uh, I can I barely hear it. I'm trying to help out with the sound quality. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What are you, what are you playing it through? Your cell phone? No. First thing, we'll saw it. No, that's true. Oh, my Anyway, we'll send you a link. We can send them. We can send them something. Yeah, we'll send. Them. We'll send you a link. You can check it out. Oh. I think you would like it though. You would definitely. You definitely. And it's Vinny's kid, his band. Willie produced it. And with Willie, me. Willie was on. Willie helped him. Produce Joe Gastward it. from the Dead did the mastering, and John Avila from Oingo Boingo did the mix on it. So it's pretty cool. Oh, okay. Good shit. That it's sounds more like, like a- it's Steely Dad. I created a band that doesn't play shows, and I played the <laughs> vinyl on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we play it on our show because we got it licensed, so we can't get in trouble. Woo-hoo, but if finally. you can play it better on your show, Oh, AJ, he has a better please. band. They, they already do this song, but actually better. It's crazy, <laughs> but it's true. It's the AJ World. Nice seeing you again. Um, we will link up soon. Yeah. And uh, like I said, yeah, shout out to the chat gang. Shout out to my, my beautiful wife, Cece, little Nick. Or oh, sorry, Nick. Uh, PDX Amazing. Big, big PDX, PDX Amazing. Big, large <laughs> big PDX. PDX Amazing. I haven't seen him on the chat, though. Normally he's there. Lator, my friend. If he's, oh, he's still oh, there. Oh, he's still there. He's, oh. in, he's out. He's in, he's out. Oh, and if uh, JS is still on the chat gang, COVID, 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 COVID. <laughs> now you're all out of dabs. Ooh, many of dabs. Yeah, more dabs. Um, and next week we will be, hopefully, Dave will be in the studio again, I think, unless he's like whole family yeah. brings it home again. And he gets it, and all of a sudden, oh, he's another. Uh, you know, I'm, oh. I'm not going to. Give it a Kinahara, but I believe it's, we're out of that window right now. But we'll, oh, I'm now. just gonna... look at him now. Well, now, that, know, now that he's infected or his whole family's infected, it's cool. No, I'm just <laughs> saying uh, we can all come out of our fucking rooms. Uh, survive. Yes. Um, cool. And then uh, shout out to Vinny. Warped. It's been a real slight. Confusing everybody <laughs> all the time. Confusing everybody. It's yeah. like Vinny's dream job. You're the best, Vinny. You mean I get to do this professionally, confuse people? Yeah. I do that yes. normally. That's what my life's been. That's my whole life. That's what man. I this do anyway. Awesome. I do that every day. Thanks, man. Nice. Uh, shout out to MTI. Shout out to JLo. Shout out to uh, Dave, of course. Area 420. Oh, yeah. Area Hold 420. on. Oh, shit. What's going I get on? a shout out to everybody that's been involved with you for these million views, bro. Thanks. Yes, it's been good. Yeah, a million views today. <laughs> one million. Uh, it was AJ, do we you have a million and one? He's probably. got a million and two views already. <laughs> uh, maybe something. Maybe a million six. And that took me five minutes. And yes. You took what? Nine years? Yes, nine years. M- Monkey Mag in the chat gang oh, wants to know why uh, AJ Sour Diesel is mids. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. That's Damn, just... man. Dude. Damn. <laughs> Ask him why he's playing a game that I invented. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Shot across the bow. <laughs> 
Look at that huge nugget. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. And uh, let's all do a little dab or whatever and get the fuck out of here. Right on. Peace Good out. Day. Happy New Year. Eat all that chocolate. Bye, guys. All right, man. Peace out. <laughs> he really is an asshole. Practically every record being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. With a psychedelic check, Fuck you, Dave. Now, Pierce Dave. <laughs> <laughs>